what we missed in 2023. And Cole, through some weird, dumb, elaborate game, <laughs> decided that we're going to play with Marvel some more. We're, we're staying in the Disney train. Couldn't get enough with, with Indiana last week. Now, we're going to the Marvel train. We're going to go with a troop that we love near and dear to our hearts. The Guardians. They're back for one last ride. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. James Gunn, back at the helm. Did they keep the quality up? Is this the best Marvel movie of the year? Nay, ever? Whoa, hold on. Well, hold on now, dude. <laughs> we'll find out on a very special Q Random 80s song. Or 90s or 2000s, because now he's got a Zune edition of the Review Review. Baby Raccoon Point. Oh, adorable. Adorable, but sad. (laughs) Oh, cripplingly sad. (laughs) Uh, welcome to the Review Review, a show where three small-town dudes are giving you our big galactic opinions. I am Troy to the Max 6 I am Groot. <laughs> Very good. I am P13! <laughs> and we am <clears throat> at the top of the hour. Got it! Fuck. God damn it. I was in my emails. <laughs> but then I thought... Oh, we're starting the show. I better pay attention. Damn. And I got in there. Right Get the it? Nick of time. I got in there. Uh, top of the hour, we are doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Ball <laughs> 3. What does that mean? You just drop a bunch of books. All those books from Polikinik or whatever you got. <laughs> Polipiac. <laughs> whatever. Polipinic. Only five more famous. <laughs> Stay tuned. Almost done. Oh, God. <clears throat> but Four days after my birthday, it's done. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. You'll have these $6 billion books all bought and paid for. <laughs> That's right. They're, they're mine. All mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we get into the top of the hour, we're going to get into a little bit of news. Oh shit, news cheat, news theme. Oh, of course it's not ready. Why would ready. anything be ready? I keep forgetting about the news theme. God. You've only done it for the last six months. Yeah, that's not enough. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, fuck. The stoic face kills me every time. No. 
That was so fucking predictable. <laughs> I, I was hoping to be like, all I want for news. And <laughs> <laughs> totally cut us off. Uh, so, since we're talking about Marvel tonight, I'm going to start off with talking about Marvel. Oh, about Marvel tonight? my God. Huh? <laughs> Why do you huh? look like that? And at me. <laughs> Jonathan Majors has been ousted. By the mouse. He's out. This can't be because he's just been found guilty of assaulting his ex-girlfriend, right? It's funny you say that. It is. Okay. (laughs) He's officially gone? He's officially found guilty of harassment and assault. And with that, uh, the House of Mouse Disney ousted him. He's gone. Put him in the moat. What does that mean for Avengers the Kang Dynasty? Time will tell. Probably nothing. At this point, yeah. (laughs) A lot of people were saying, like, uh, John Boye could probably be a good replacement. Just a look-alike black guy. (laughs) Easy now. Also a good actor. Sure. I guess. But, like, why not just change it up completely then? Because, like, he's a character that exists through all different dimensions. Look, like, whatever. He could be whoever. Actually, he can't because. So you're saying you want him to be played by a white person? <laughs> no, I didn't saying? say that. <laughs> you're saying a white white men aren't getting enough roles now. They you yeah, should probably that's what recast I'm saying. It. They As should I recast my the... white polo khakis and don my tiki torch. Quit put, put your tiki torches away, Troy. <laughs> uh, oh God, we're getting fired up already. <laughs> I can tell Joel's ready to fight tonight. So if that thing is true that I did read. They have to, like, just abandon the Kang character completely. Because, like, in his contract, it's stated that he can only play that character in any form or whatsoever. I don't know if that is null and void if he uh, has to go to, like, jail (laughs) or whatever. If there's a woman-beating clause in the contract. Yeah. (laughs) That was in the fine print he didn't read, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, so I don't know about that. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. If they just change it up completely and just be like, nah, we meant Doctor Doom instead. (laughs) Or whatever. Sounds like some fun coming up. Sounds like some fun scramble time. Yeah, if there's anything that I know about Disney and Marvel, they do amazing jobs when they just change things on the fly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going to expect some great stuff. They're really good at that. By the way, guys, X-Men are coming! (laughs) Check it out sometime. <laughs> also stayed on the Marvel track, the Thunderbolts, the anti-hero movie, yeah. uh, is set to begin filming come this spring, wow. 2024. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. The Thundercats? What, did I say Thundercats? <laughs> if I said Thundercats, <laughs> I meant Thunderbolts, <laughs> but also wish it's <laughs> I heard, I heard Thundercats. <laughs> uh, so that's fun. How about it? Um, what We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Comedy horror on FX. Taika Watiti. Uh, Watch your mouth. <laughs> season six is going to be its last outing for uh, that show. It's gone on for six years now. Wow. 
I really dig that show. Mm. I think I'm caught up all on it now. Real great show. Obscure. Cole, you've seen it? Never watched it yet. You I've should. seen like YouTube montages of just how fucking uh, what is it, Laszlo? <clears throat> yeah, talks. Yeah, just <laughs> he just is all just the way he says words. People have made montage like montages of just how he says words. <laughs> oh my god! When he fucking oh, what's the one character he plays? I'm just a simple bartender from Arizona. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. This is how we all talk down in Arizona. <laughs> I've seen clips of this. <laughs> you really are the most devious bastard in all of New York City. <laughs> You're my good time boy. <laughs> oh fuck anyway yeah so check out all of that on hulu hulu's got them all up right now uh i got some netflix news guys Uh oh Oh my gosh da dong netflix is playing with the idea of having a spin-off what of a pretty popular show that came out last year wednesday oh uh they're playing with the idea Thursday <laughs> of having Uncle Fester have his own uh, spinoff series. Yeah, isn't it? Uh, shit, what's I think his name? Fred Armisen. Yeah, Fred Armisen plays, plays him. Yeah. Okay. When I first was reading, I'm like, Uncle Fester. Like, granted, I think in Adam's family, the movie from the '90s, he's like, dude, one of the main characters. In both movies, yes. he's the main character. Is it both? Because I never yeah. saw. Because it's it's the. What is it? <coughs> Which one is like where he marries a black widow? Is that the first one? That's the first one, I think. No, oh no, the first one, uh they try it's uh the people act like his parents. The second one is the black widow. Yeah. Maybe it's that the, one's the one I've seen more. The Cusack lady, right? Yeah. Joan Cusack plays a black widow that tries to kill him. That's in the second one. That's the second one. The first okay. one is when those two people act like his parents. And then they kick the family out so that they can try and find the treasure they think is in like those hidden rooms. Oh yeah, I think yeah, I see yeah, the yeah. second one more. I think I yeah. have too because I think I had a VHS of that in my house and we okay. watched that often. Yeah, I probably watched it after <laughs> Raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both movies like Uncle Fester's like the main character in both movies. That's strange. Christopher Lloyd though, great Uncle Fester. Amazing Uncle Fester. <clears throat> Actually, that whole cast is great. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that whole cast is perfect. When uh, I did read, because I didn't watch Wednesday. Perfect's a strong It's word. not for me, but uh, when I saw that... Uh, you didn't like the Google Muck dance? No. <laughs> no. When uh, I saw that they were maybe planning to do this, I'm like, Uncle Fester, I'm like, eh. But then I saw it was Fred Armiston, I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, that's maybe, good. Maybe, maybe that would work. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know Plus, the take maybe on them. They'll, they'll get more Luis Guzman as the as Gomez in that too. <laughs> oh, I forgot it was Luis Guzman. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's he, do, he says that as Gomez. Yeah. Oh, Batista! What are you talking about? Oh, Batista, Mona, me. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn it. I love it to speak French. <laughs> so good. Uh, last up on the Netflix bandwagon here. Uh, Snyder's Rebel Moon. Has anyone seen that yet? It just came no, out. It just came out? I want to check it out. I've heard it's like basically a Star Wars ripoff. So, funny you said that. Uh, it originally was developed as a Star Wars script, but yeah. then Disney was passed on it. Yeah. So then it went to Netflix. We'd rather just do the same shit. <laughs> yeah. No, we're going to do the same shit. We're just going to make the same fucking movie, all right? Um, <clears throat> so they split the script into two parts. Because um, when Netflix got it, they like threw more money at it and did it and ballooned the budget up to like $166 million or whatever, yeah. which is pretty expensive for like a Netflix yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, apparently it's just getting ripped apart because it, apparently it's just a lot of cool looking things and yeah. nothing of substance. Yeah. It's a Zack Snyder Plus the, the main, plus the main villain in it, Barth Mater is just. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Puke Skywalker. Yeah, I'm even trying to change the last name. Make a like garbage pail kid versions of it. <laughs> yeah. Puke Skywalker. God. Uh, Ron Tomatoes currently has it at 22. percent The critic score. Solid showing. The audience score is 50 percent higher. It's at 72. percent I kind of want to check it out. There's a bunch of Snyder apologists that are out there. Probably now. so. No, not probably. There is. Yeah. Um, They're probably going to probably beg for them to unleash the Snyder cut of Rebel Moon <laughs> Part 1 the minute, it, the, the minute it starts getting bad reviews by everybody else. Uh, Yeah, I want to check this out. I did see a trailer for it, and it looked interesting. I don't remember anything from the trailer, but I remember seeing it like, oh, that's kind of wild. But then I don't know anything. Yeah. Nothing was good enough to like, stick with me. So. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be one of those movies where, like, yeah. in a week, you're like, I don't know what happened in that movie. <laughs> but I, I still need to watch that. Interesting. What's, what, that world. As, what, when the world shuts down, whatever movie that's called. Oh, the one with, like, Ethan Hawke and yeah, I wanted to check Julia that Roberts one out. or whatever. Yeah. I still need to watch that. I don't know anything that comes out on Netflix. I want to watch that too like, over it my just, break. Yeah, just like starts, <laughs> and, or it just drops, and then everyone either just does not talk about it, or it's like t- hyped about for like a, a week, and then yeah. it just disappears indefinitely. Yeah. Except for Wednesday. Was, Wednesday was pretty killer, popular. That uh, what is it? That killer movie that come out on Netflix? I think it what was Netflix, wasn't it? Nope, don't know. I don't know. Did you just hear what I said? Yeah, no. I did. I'm trying to think of like movies that came out on Netflix to try and prove you wrong, but yeah, not that I because I can't remember that killer came out on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> that definitely proves your point. Yes. Got him. Chalk one up for the good guy over But I do here. remember that it came out and I did like it. I just can't remember if it was on Netflix or not. Hmm. Pretty memorable. Because I, I don't remember the <laughs> Joe's looking to fight I don't remember the <laughs> streaming service it came out on. Yeah. Okay. If he's looking to fight, then I'm putting on my Dukes. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Get the stop button ready. <laughs> Press stop. That's all my news. Alright. Let's see here. What did I what did I fucking do? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> 
shit. <laughs> Troy had some you had some uh Marvel news. I got some DC news. George Clooney saying, and I quote, there's not enough drugs in the world to get me to play Batman again. <laughs> Even though he did his uh his weird cameo in that Flash movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he probably just got off an espresso commercial. Probably. Like, yeah, I could probably show up for that. Or some like probably some weird Dior commercial or whatever. <laughs> or was like throwing sand at a naked woman or something. Yeah. Those Dior commercials are fucking weird. I was just gonna say that. Like, I never see a perfume or cologne commercial unless yeah. it's around Christmas. And they are fucking bizarre. Yeah. There was like there's like a Natalie Portman one that just came out where she's like topless driving a bike with flowers coming out of it. Like it's supposed to make me want to fucking put cologne on. <laughs> I really want to ride a bike right now. Sure. You know what I do love? So I get, uh, I still get Men's Health Magazine. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I love Men's Health. And uh, they still have the cologne inserts in there. Where you can like peel them open? Yeah, like the little peel back <clears throat> page. Yeah. Those are great still. Yeah. You don't use them? <laughs> so, rub my, rub my <laughs> you know what? My mom used to do that. <laughs> so my mom would get all these like, Fucking like good housekeeping and all these bullshit magazines, right? Yeah. She never paid for them, but they always were sent as like freebies in the mail. Uh huh. And they had all the fucking perfume samples in there. God. Mom would rip those out, save them, <laughs> and then like open it and put it like all over her neck and on her <laughs> wrists and shit. <laughs> like, what Jesus. the fuck are you doing, Mom? That's funny. <laughs> I used to get GQ magazine. They had the same things in there. And I'd kind of do the. I'd get it, like, tear out the pages. <laughs> you have fucking paper cuts all over your neck. <laughs> I would just have, like, the sticky, like, residue that, like, held the page closed all over my stubble. The little glue. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anyway, it's got me thinking about cologne. Well, uh... I wasn't... I didn't know about this, but I guess, uh... Matt Reeves is making an Arkham Asylum show. Oh. Or I think it's Max, maybe? I couldn't see where what the uh where it's playing at. But uh it's apparently it's going to take place in James Gunn's DCU. Hmm. Okay. Is it gonna also be connected to his Batman? Uh I don't know. I I don't think so, because they're coming out with a penguin. I'm out with a penguin show that's connected to Matt Reeves' Batman on HBO Max. <laughs> so I don't know. Is that penguin show still happening? Yeah. So did they H- talk about that like so three H- years ago? HBO does like a thing where it's like what to look forward to next year, like commercials like around this time of year, and like Penguin was part of it. They put out like clips of oh okay the Penguin show on there. Okay. So I guess it's gonna be a thing I guess now. We'll see. Okay. I thought I maybe heard rumblings of a Arkham Asylum show like a year ago, but then nothing ever happened from it. Not that I'll probably watch it anyway. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, is it? Is that like the? Is that like your? That's a, that's a, guys. That's a really good news thing. <laughs> is that like the middle name? Uh, <laughs> guys, you know I keep up my last week tonight. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, they just had their season finale for the year, and uh, they did a big segment on Elon Musk for oh, the end I of the year. I saw that they did that. I, <laughs> I wanted to watch it. 
And, uh, of course, Elon Musk being Elon Musk has uh, responded to that, yes. saying that uh, he's not too worried about it because he said the uh, last week tonight host stopped being funny when he sold his soul to wokeness. Good for him. In a, in a related story, Elon Musk has never been funny. <laughs> God, I was waiting for him to respond. Yeah. As soon as I saw that John Oliver did that, I'm like, here we go. God. Here comes the Twitter shit, boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. And it's an interesting segment because, like, he does give him props for, like, the good things he did. But it's like, he still, like, says, like, yeah, they're good things, but, like, they're shrouded in, like, hey, pay attention to me, bullshit. And then, like, he plays up to the point where it's like it almost stops being a good thing anymore <laughs> because he just, like, overworks people to where they're, like, almost killing themselves and then, like, will just refuse to let it go until people tell him he's a genius. Yeah, he's a pretty cool guy. God. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... I think that's all my news. Yep, that's all my news. No game show news this this week. No game show news this no week. No Patsy Jack. Hmm. No Patsy Jack. Hmm. Cole got any hot scoops? No hot scoops this week, guys. Well, it's cold out there. I mean, if you do good want, scoop. that's right. I think I did hear. Bundle up! It's cold out there. <laughs> I think I did hear off the cuff that I think Mayim Bialik got fired from Jeopardy, but I don't know why. Fired. Or oh, just my. let go, or they're not using her anymore. I don't know. I don't really Did she pay say attention a, a to racial slur? <laughs> yeah. She said, I, I support Jonathan Majors. <laughs> <laughs> I stand with Majors. <laughs> I stand with Jonathan Majors. Uh, but uh, I've just been obsessed with the fucking... I just put it on the idiot's chat of the fucking uh, weekend update segment they did where fucking uh, Michael Che and... Uh, <laughs> And fucking Colin uh, Jost. Colin Jost wrote jokes for each other. Yeah. And then Michael Che got an actual activist to sit right next to. <laughs> yeah, poet and activist. <laughs> that fucking Black Widow joke at the end. I I was crying laughing when I first saw it. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing they do. Like, oh every God. year they do it at Christmas time or whatever, and that's always the best one. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to save all my racist jokes and write it for the other person. <laughs> and then I'm going to have them say it in front of an activist that marched with Martin Luther King Jr. God. <laughs> I loved it, like, when they, uh... Obviously, the cameramen know the joke that's coming up. And they, like, pan to the wide shot of Colin... And the activist sitting next to each other, and he just like, oh no. And like, you just had to see him deliver this joke to this actress who's like, oh god. The one where he had to say that joke about, uh, fucking the statute of limitations on sexual assault, and he says, because women always be bringing up old shit. And then he, and then he puts his fist on and says, am I right? Oh no. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> still my favorite one though is 
when he talks about fucking Scarlett Joe when he talks about his wife Scarlett Johansson being Black Widow, it's like, it's okay, honey, I think you're a better Black Widow than Coretta Scott King. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. I did. I was I watched that again today in my car and I was laughing just as loud, <laughs> just as hard. I was like sitting in a Casey's parking lot, just like fucking crying and laughing. <laughs> oh god. Oh, that was good. <laughs> also, you posted earlier. In the chat, David Copperfield. Oh, yeah. You know, like, He's make the moon make the disappear. Moon disappear. <laughs> Wait, what? You posted this? Yeah. yeah. It was like I guess earlier sometime today. in February of next year, he's gonna David Copperfield is going to make the moon disappear. Like, oh, my God. I, just, I haven't seen that when yet. When is enough enough or whatever yeah. he said? Now you're fucking with the tides, bro. You're fucking with the tides. The fucking trailer. There's a trailer. There's a fucking for... still image of his face. Yeah, There's yeah. a trailer where he's standing on the surface of the moon and he's like got his arms up in the air. Like... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is golden. David Copperfield. <laughs> Apparently, still got it. So says Skeets. Follow along as I prepare to make the moon disappear. <laughs> <laughs> February 2024. God. <laughs> Follow along. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just stand out and outside and just look at the moon and be like, all right. He's, yep. he's going to do it on like a new moon. Like, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Abracadabra. <clears throat> um, anything else before we jump along? Not from this that's, guy. All that's right. it. Anybody need anything to drink while? Uh, I'm going to dip into that cherry dunkle. Oh, get that dunkle going. Pardon my bell, guys. I'm wearing a oh, yeah. Christmas mood sweater <laughs> with an actual working cowbell that's attached to the bottom of it. Don't you tell everybody how fucking dumb you are. <laughs> I think I look pretty fucking sweet. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Which reminds me, i got to send a script. Oh, oh no! God. I am drinking out of the coolest fucking cup, thanks to Troy tonight. That is enormous. <laughs> There's so much beer in here. Enormous. And don't spill. Well, that's your pretty cool cup you got there. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? What the, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys Who? don't remember me? Who, Who are, are you? you? It's me, Ben Puppins. Ben Puppins? That's what I said. Ben Puppins. Ben Puppins? <laughs> That's right. Your name is Ben Puppins. P-U-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-
Puffins, I don't fucking know you. Well, that's pretty hurtful to say. We were all best friends. <laughs> Why do you sound like Adam Sandler trying to do a Walt Jr. impression? <laughs> <laughs> Just my regular voice. <laughs> your lips are getting in the way of your tongue, which is getting yeah. in the way of your teeth. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little knot just hanging in the on the front of your face right now. It must be because I had cilantro right before this. Wait a minute. <laughs> right? Oh, you no. and me, that's how we bonded in high school. That's how we bonded? <laughs> because we couldn't have leafy greens. Man, I feel like I would know you better. Well, that's really hurtful that you don't remember me, Ben Puffins. Ben, I'm waiting in the car. What are you doing on here? Oh, Why you leave me alone? I'm going to talk to my friends. It's me. I'm his brother. I'm Bob Puffins. <laughs> I don't like any of this. Ben and... How old are you, Bob? I'm older. I'm 47. <laughs> That's right. He's 47. And I'm 37. Wow. I feel like Come I'm... Come part. Oh, Ben here. He was a miracle baby. Am I fucking stoned? What the fuck is going on right now? Ben and Bob Puffins? You tell me. Is no, it Puffins? Puffins. Puppies. No, one of you said Puffins. One of you said Puppies. <laughs> ben Puppies? Ben, ben, ben Puffins and ben, Bob Puppies? Ben and Bob Puppies. Ben Puffins and Bob Puppies? Don't you remember you graduating from high school with me? No, I don't. You I was, was sitting in the front row. There were, you you were, were 10. You were cheering us all Oh, I know. You were 10. You I were was 10. <laughs> he would have been You're 20. older than Ben. He would have been 28. I've been 28. We're 10 years apart. No, you've been 27 because you said, you said he was 47. But <laughs> he's ten years older than me right now, you fucking idiot. You teach children? I don't know what the fuck is happening, okay? I... If that fucking Terminator movies didn't do it, this might make me do it. I might quit the show right now. I hate this. What's happening? But this didn't go as planned for me at all. I thought I was going to have a good rekindling here. I hate you. <laughs> Car started out there, man. You all go home. I'm going to go home and look through my yearbook and scratch out all the good messages you said to me in high school. Get out of this town. I'll help you. Wait, good. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Let's go home. Ben Puffins and Bob Puppies? Get the fuck out of here. Me, Ben Puffins. Bob Puppies. Bye. Man, did you see Ben over there? Oh, who is he? <laughs> From high school? Fuck you. Ben Puffins? <laughs> yeah, Ben Puffins. Why are you saying it weird? You're no, I have person. a little something in my throat. I can Say the fucking last name. I'm... It's a shame that you guys don't remember <laughs> I hated the last five minutes. <laughs> well, guys, we did get a bunch of uh, mail. We're just moving on? <laughs> well, what else are we going to do? Talk about what happened. You're no help, obviously. Oh, my Don't God. Don't remember Ben or his older brother, Bob. I, oh, I want to throw this beer at you. I hate this. <laughs> that was my least favorite thing we've ever done. 
I'm so pissed right now. Oh, uh, shoot. Fuck um, the both of you. We got uh, a letter. <laughs> oh, we got to open the mailbag. No. <coughs> no, we don't. Fuck it. <laughs> open your own fucking mailbag. I ain't touching right. shit anymore. <laughs> Why don't you call Ben Puppies and Bob Fuckbag back in here? Wow. Bob Fuckbag. Real, real mature thing to say while one of your best friends from high school. I don't know him! (laughs) I don't know him! I don't know him! (laughs) Poppers! Wow. What is that? That was a weird, that was a weird unzipping. Yeah. Did you drop the bag a few times? I dropped it a couple times trying to get it. It's like only one real man can open that bag. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a little inadequate when it comes to opening the bag. That's right. Drop me enough times, Jesus Christ. Oh my God, I quit. Got him over here listening to Bob Brothers and then I can't hear the fucking, you can't fucking keep me from falling? Wait, you know him? Yeah. Oh, fuck. guy was funny. <coughs> oh, he owes you money. Yeah, I gave him a little bit of a of a of a down payment on a new Ponderosa. He tried to buy a franchise for oh, me. Oh wow, 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 wow! When, yeah. How long ago was that? Ten years? No, yesterday. Yesterday? Wow. Yeah. He just came back in time. Me for the holiday season. He's back in town. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're visiting family because you know they graduated from here. Yeah, <laughs> they did graduate from here. Visiting family in town here. Yep. It's strange that they went to your house, which I guess now is the mailbag. Well, yeah, they came to your house. They're looking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, well, I, I talked to them for a and while. And then, uh, oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah we go way back. Then they started talking to me. I'm a man in a bag. And uh, they uh, asked me, uh, they, asked, they just randomly asked me about a Ponderosas. I said, hey, I'll help you start a franchise. Uh-huh. And uh, there was only... There's only a, a, a one day. There was only a one day maturing period on that loan, so I kind of need that money back. <laughs> do you uh, sing to yourself in there? Do you sing? Uh, I'm the man, man in the, the bag. bag. Yep. Buried <laughs> in my shit. Yep. That exact. How'd you know? I could hear. I mean, you in the house. I can hear you through the bag. Seems a little. Seems a little weird that you would ask me because you knew. Well, I just, it's kind of muffled in there sometimes. Oh. Big Allison Chains fan over here. <laughs> big Allison Chains. I, I do like Big Al in Sun Chains. <laughs> like that's that's a that's well. a business that's a business that I like in the in the area. Big <laughs> Al and Sons Chains. They say Allen Sons. Yep, Al Al and his sons sell chains in town. So oh, I'm gonna have a fucking headache. So big Al, so Big Al and Sons Chains. Be sure to check them out. They uh they sell all they sell any kind of chain you want for any kind of uh any kind of event. <laughs> any kind of event. Yep. <laughs> bar mitzvahs. Christmas you right around the corner, guys. Bar mitzvahs. Right around the corner, you buy one chain from Big Allen's Sons Chains. <laughs> you get the second one for five percent off. Wow, that doesn't seem like a great deal, but if it's a deal, I guess you save a little. I mean, in this economy. <laughs> well, right. I know. So be sure to check out Big Allen's Sons Chains, uh, right down, the, right down the, right down the street there. Did you plan on plugging this when you jumped out of that bag? I was, I was waiting for my perfect opportunity to bring them up. They're my new sponsor. I need a sponsor, sponsor while I, 
Well, to pay for food, I'm not, I don't. I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm in a bag all fucking week. How Wait, are you, you still driving around, Don and Kid? No, I'm in a fucking bag oh. all week. Because <laughs> after fucking Bob Puffins, I can take a little Donald Trump action today. Well, I don't know where they are. They're probably dead. They, I told them to stay in the truck. That was oh. about a month ago. He's probably pissed. I was just reading Colorado won't let him on the ballot for 2024. Wow. Well, well, he on Colorado is trying to. No, he's in the truck right out back. I told oh. him to wait in the truck. Oh, okay. Huh. All right. That was a month ago. Oh. Yeah. I haven't really paid attention to that truck. It's probably still there. Maybe he's dead. Unless they well, just put in neutral and rolled away. And well, then rolled all the way. Him, Dana White, and Kid Rock are waiting in there for me, so I don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> all I know, the truck's probably got a stink. Yeah, well, anyways, that's Big Allen Sunstein's. Oh, God. <laughs> Be sure to check him out. Get your chains there. Uh, don't let them lay heavy on you. Okay. They're looking, they, they're not really good when it comes to coming up with catchphrases. <laughs> so uh, be sure right. to check them out. Do you have the mail out? I have, I, f- I grabbed a few letters. All letters? All right. Yeah, I grabbed, right. I grabbed a handful. Right. Here we go. Ready? Oh, shit. Well, I'll see you tomorrow later, guys. Bye. <laughs> you wow. did sneak. Ah, that was good. You snuck it's about there. time someone give business to Big Island Southern <clears throat> Chains. You know, I really hope they make it big. They've yeah. been they've been around for a while. They've been around for a long time. I mean, it, <clears throat> they'd make more money if they would st- sell more than chains, right? But I mean, business picks up in the winter time when people start chaining tires. Yeah, not a whole lot of bar mitzvahs wanting the chains. <laughs> not a lot of bar. Yeah, <laughs> they try to promote chains for events that don't really need chains. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Halloween they get a little bit. You know, the mm. ghosts rattling chains around. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, Mar- like a Jacob Marley, Jacob Marley, a lot of Jacob Marley costumes around. <laughs> Jacob Marley, real big Halloween costume around these parts. Huge, real popular. People costume. love dressing up like Jacob Marley. <laughs> and I almost, you... I almost said Bob Marley. When I... <laughs> I think we've already made that joke before. <laughs> Y'all rattling these chains, man! Oh, man. <laughs> You're gonna get busy by three spirits. <laughs> I wanna love ya. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did grab this one letter. Got you drink out of the big fucking cup. <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking hammered in a minute. This one came uh, shortly after our last episode dropped. Oh. <clears throat> How shortly? Uh, <laughs> three days after we did the show. That's not shortly. Well, the rest of them showed up today, so... Cole's just become just confrontational, just based solely yeah. off of... Now you want to fight. <laughs> now you want to fight. <laughs> I was fine before whatever the fuck just happened, okay? Uh, subject line, number one song. Wow. Hey, guys. Troy, please state the exact name and artist of your number one song, please. Uh, it is... Berta Berta by Thomas Vent. Yeah. That's who it was. I've already yeah. sent her the link to this because I read it over the weekend. And I'm like, you can't go through the whole weekend without yeah. knowing the song. It was hard to hear the song because me and Cole were <laughs> talking too much about how the beginning sounded like the Roseanne theme. <laughs> Very And then true. I spent the whole time trying to get Cole to laugh like Roseanne. <laughs> God, I want to go back and listen to that because that was great. Which, which worked almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Western techno, I need this in my life. I tried to find it based on what you said last week, and no luck. Well, good thing you got it now. In case you're interested, my top song was Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone by Glass Tiger. Link below. I have no idea why. I just play shop-friendly music on my laptop while I work, because silence is gross, especially when a customer comes in. This probably explains why Spotify says I listen to 156,000 minutes of music this year. God. It's a lot of music. Um, let's open up that track, see what it... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm connected to my kid's speaker upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will play that in private <laughs> because I think I will wake up my children. Hold on. Going back to the mailbag. What I actually care about is the podcast I'm sneakily listening to as I sew, Ooh. which I listen to podcasts on Apple so I can have both music and podcasts happening in my life at once. <gasps> Since I found you guys for the first time this year and went back to listen to past episodes, let's all just agree that if there's one listener that's listened to the Review Review Pod the most, it has to be me. Uh oh. That doesn't sound like fighting words, Ben uh -huh. Sugar Bear Harris. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> Sugar Bear. I can't prove this as Apple doesn't give you any statistics like Spotify does, but we all know it's true. I'm your number one fan, and I love you guys. I mean, if Apple doesn't give stats, she could be in the running. We don't know. This There's is, an argument. This is yes. Schrodinger's podcast listening situation right That's here. That's right. So. Have a great Christmas and New Year. Love, Elizabeth. And she signs off with a cowboy, music notes, and a number one. Ooh. I want the music notes. Oh, I love that cowboy. <laughs> P.S. I haven't forgotten about t-shirt mock-ups. Oh! Wow. Yes! Okay. I was going to ask. P.P.S. And Cole, oh! if you ever do decide P -P. to leave the podcast, then don't worry. We can always start up our own extreme horror movie review podcast. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. I've got your back. Uh-oh. Elizabeth. <clears throat> and then she has a PPPS. Oh. oh, wow. A triple PS. In a separate email. Wow. How could I forget Cole's kisses? <gasps> XOXOXO. I've oh. taken all those kisses, oh, baby. Oh, my God. I mean, Elizabeth... she does have some O's in there, too. You devil, you. I'll take the O's. Okay, well, God. I guess I get nothing. Fuck. That's right. Fuck off. I did give her the song, so I Elizabeth! Guess. My god. Is there romance blossoming here? Could we have a budding romance? Oh. Wow. From overseas? Stay tuned. This wow. is like a Love Actually situation. Cole, are you getting a pen pal? <laughs> Elizabeth, let's write. Until <laughs> uh, so you guys start sending nudes and it's a penis pal? Whoa! <laughs> a pen 15 pal? A pen 15 At pal? At least give me till summer for that. <laughs> Get back to your, get a suntan on it or something That's or what? Right. <laughs> Let me air that thing out a little bit of sunshine, baby. Just tan that and nothing else. That's right. Let me dust this baby off. <laughs> Let me get some vitamin D on the D. <laughs> Just pour milk on it. <laughs> it's extra white now. <laughs> Uh, extra my extra white milk. <laughs> oh my god! Next letter. Do not open early or pre-read. <gasps> Did you? Uh oh. 
I accidentally did. Oh my god! Sack of shit. I was going through all the letters today, and I was swiping through them, and I accidentally opened it, and I did read a part of it. Oh, I just got something in the idiot's chat. What the fuck? Hi, gang! Cole, I wasn't taking a dig at you last week. I couldn't make the show because of a family Christmas, but via Chaw's Snapchat, the show seemed real fun. Oh. You know who this is yet? Hold on, because no, I don't. I hope your draw was big enough to continue your Christmas mayhem journey in 2024. Now, Troy, this part's for you. I called in a favor and have a very special belated birthday shout-out for you because we appreciate all that you do. Uh Uh-oh. Who's this? It's a cameo. (gasps) What? Uh, I hope you all have a great Christmas. Signed, Gutter Claws. Oh, Let's it... check out this cameo. Gutter. Hi, Troy. Josh here from the Great British Bake Off. Uh, I'm friend Travis. Just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. As I hear you just had that, and I hope you had a really great time uh, celebrating for that with all of your friends and family. Um, I also hear that along with being huge Bake Off fans, you're also looking to ex- um, expand your baking skills yourself, especially with your bread. So, yeah, best of luck with that. Um, and, yeah, I hope you go really, really well. I mean, you know, if I was looking to give you some tips for that, first of all, just, uh, just go and try some things because you'll be honestly so surprised with what you can actually achieve because I found that on the Bake Off. There's things that I've actually stayed clear of before and then actually when I came to actually having to, having to do them or wanted to try them for the Bake Off, I could actually do them really, really okay so yeah just have a go with that um obviously with your bread another thing is breads can take a lot of flavor they can go pack a lot into them oh, so don't be, bread. don't be scared to, to think oh, i'll just i'll just go easy on it you can put a lot of stuff in there whether that's sweet or savory whether that's cheese or nuts or fruits or anything that you want to put in it can take quite a lot so really put really do put that in if you want to get a nice um flavored bread um and yeah, actually, along with those bread lines, if you want, if you want to try that, I would recommend is doing a Quran. And um, if you watched on Party Week, I did some min- mini ones um, as Christmas wreaths. And the Quran's are a really, really good bread to do. Um, I love doing them because you can do, again, sweet or savoury. And it's probably not dissimilar to like, doing a cinnamon roll, cinnamon swell, really. Um, but, I'm sorry I'm making everyone listen to this two minute long cameo. <laughs> Guys, I'm I'm sorry. I'll pause this. This is not interesting for every anybody but me. I will listen to the rest of this on my own time. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't know that ahead of time? No, I had no idea. I got a pretty oh, wow. great photo of you with your jaw literally open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but That's yeah, the, fucking cool. The gutter slutter got me a cameo of one of the finalists of the last seasons of Great British Bake Off. Wow. To talk to me about bread. Gutter slutter. That's fucking awesome. You sly dog. Son of a bitch. Shit, I'll listen to that later. I'm, I'll, that was I'll, phenomenal. I'll do a little bedtime watching with C My Danger. I say C Danger would probably get a kick out of that. Golly. Can you imagine if it was Maddie, though? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you kidding me? Uh, let's see here. Next letter. God, idiots chat. What? <laughs> it's a picture of you looking so giddy. You were gripping that pen. Your hands in like the most excited motion. So <laughs> excitedly. <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Next letter. We did it! 
friends! We all survived the show this weekend. Some of us probably more than others. I had a great time at the show this weekend getting to wrestle some friends and even got a moment in the ring with someone I look up to both literally and figuratively. I look forward to the homegrown shows every year. Troy, I'm so sorry I didn't get the chance to harass you. I'll make sure to go out of my way next time. Well, I also had a son who was way past his bedtime and I just scramble out of there. Uh, Cole, I'm pitching this idea. I know you keep saying no, but... No. <laughs> Next year, me and Shaw in a Jardinier on a pole match. Wow. I'm safe. Unlike Spade, I won't concuss her in the bar. Oh, wow. Yep. That almost happened. I missed that. He dro- Yeah. She tried to jump into his arms. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> dirty dancing style. And then he dropped her. <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. Guys, speaking of Chaw, where is she? If I'm correct, she hasn't written in for a few weeks. I need my other gremlin in crime to harass you guys. Uh-oh. Hashtag, where is Chaw? Hmm. A yeah. very concerned, definitely not Cole. Hashtag, Hashtag where is Chaw? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, signed off, a very concerned and definitely not Cole. Greenheart, Blackheart, spooky face. Ooh, Greenheart. I'll take a spooky face. Ah, uh, I guess like the black heart. Yeah, where is Ja? Yeah, maybe maybe it'll be a Christmas miracle next next week. Oh, if she Christmas writes in. Miracle. Oh, wow. I'm sure oh. she's got some tales of the homegrown show. I'm sure she does. <laughs> if she can remember them, she won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next letter. Thanks, Nina, for writing in. Yeah, thanks, Nina. Thanks, Nina. Uh, Glad you had a good time at the show. Also, are you still listening to that food podcast to get food, <laughs> shitty food takes? <laughs> Let us know. Uh, does Bucky actually have good taste in music? <gasps> no. I was shocked to hear that Bucky's number one song on his Spotify, Wrapped, was one of the two semi-popular songs by Camper Van Beethoven. The other one being Take the Skinheads Bowling. Oh. I'm just going to let you sit on that for a second. Right. I like both of them, but I like the band Cracker even more, which is what Camper Van Beethoven morphed into once they disbanded. You got, or you didn't ask, but it's been a minute since I sent in a top five to you guys, so here's my top five songs of the year, according uh-huh. to Spotify. Number five. Ooh. Ooh. House of 1982, Built Like a Ship by Driftless Pony Club. Okay. <laughs> Heard of that one? No. no Me neither. Number four, Behold the Hurricane by the Horrible Crows. No. Nope. Blank stares. Number three, Tennessee Song by the Josiah and the Bonnevilles. Nope. No. Number two, Eleanor Rigby by the Dirt Poor Robins. I've heard of Eleanor Rigby by the Beatles. <laughs> Is that the Dirt Poor Robins? No. Okay. And number one, Gifts from the Crows by Carbon Leaf. Is this Sam? No. Is this Pud? No. Wow. <laughs> Is this Ben Sugar Bear Harris? <laughs> no. That's it. If you've not talked about Christmas Mayhem results yet, that do that now. I'm already looking forward to the fair show this summer. There's going to be one 
hell of an after party. Is this Jer Bear? Oh, he's Jer being Bear? awesome. Your pal, OJ. OJ! Oh, OJ, wow. <laughs> yeah. OJ, uh, play none of those songs in any establishment you purchase. Okay? <laughs> he's going to have a jukebox of just nothing but those five songs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll order to go all the time. Um... Well, really quick, Christmas Mayhem results, fantastic, uh, great show. Uh, Castro and Havens come out on top, like always. <laughs> it's bullshit. Bucky and Bobby eating the mat. Um, kids loved it; it was great. Mm-hmm. Jeff Holly didn't have a heart attack in the ring, thank God. Jesus, thank God. I Not from he, lack of trying. I think he almost did because he was sitting <laughs> in that corner shit. in the back, huffing and puffing when he was done with his match. Um. I didn't. I, I literally did not know that he had his match already. So I look over and I just see him like doing like these big deep breaths, and I'm like, "Is he like jacking himself up for his match?" <laughs> oh no! Say off. Yeah, was jacking. Was he jacking off over here? He jacking himself off over there. Jacking himself off for his match. He <laughs> killed me because I got a head. I got a text message from him the next day, and all it was was, "Damn it, I didn't sell the headbutt." <laughs> That was what was that was the problem. Yeah. That was the problem, not the <laughs> seven miscues between him and Shane. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was the problem. From the audience perspective, that match went okay. That's good. I yeah. like hearing that. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Because okay. from an insider's perspective, watching the footage, that match sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no fault of Lane. I'm not putting Lane. Lane did his very best. Uh, and maybe I'm also forgiving because I know the ability of both of those guys. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're doing their best. Yeah. <laughs> and this one maybe I took it easy, but like I was expecting a train wreck, and it wasn't that. Good. It was. It was fine. I like hearing yeah. that. It yeah. was. And, a, it was a good. Show. And in Cole's defense. That match would have been way better if Jeff Holly would have sold more tickets. Yeah. <laughs> or that headbutt. Don't get me right. He couldn't sell tickets or a headbutt. He couldn't sell tickets or a headbutt. <laughs> he sold as many tickets as headbutts in that Yeah, match. zero. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. OJ, thanks for the letter. Hope to see you soon. Yes. And I mean... Will. Soon. (laughs) Squinty eyes. That was very ominous. Yes. I'm going to have to check out those songs, I guess. Because I've heard of none of them. I might need you to send me that list because I already (laughs) forgot what they are. (laughs) It sounds just like a song that I should know by some sort of bird. This sounds, yeah. A robin or a crow. These sound or... like songs that Molly listens to. Like, she was really into that, like, that, like, <laughs> 2000s alternative, like, music scene where every song sounded like a sentence. <laughs> like. Yeah, there's, like. Awkward! <laughs> no, I'm just going over the, the, the first song was The Driftless Pony Club. And then the second song was by the Horrible Crows. And then there's another one from the Dirt Poor Robins. And there's number one song was Gift from the Crows. So he likes like, bird songs? You just got into, you just got into birds this Nothing year is what it sounds song. like. OJ loves bird songs. <laughs> uh, last letter. 
Jude Wolf. <gasps> That's the subject line Ooh. right there. Powerful. Wow. Powerful. Starting off like hot it. Wow. already. I feel like I feel like your email is looking into my soul right now. <laughs> With those steel, icy cold oh! eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> Wolf pack is back, cause of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Wow. Wolves versus crows? Oh! (laughs) That sounds like a back-to-back bug. Hi, guys. So, I might not be your top 1% listener, like Benjamin Sugar Bear Harris. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! God damn it, dude. I I think is his name, but my devotion... uh, uh, Sugar Bear versus Wolf. (laughs) Wow. But my devotion has hidden depths. After listening to your top five most played Spotify songs, I found them and listened attentively. Overall, I most like JT's songs. Although, not really the Coconuts one, which seemed out of place, but funny. Uh, I get in these weird... That was a song that was done at a limp sync for RuPaul's Drag Race, and I thought it was so funny that I listened to it. A whole bunch just a fucking pop molly every once in a while. <laughs> uh, I quite like some of the Killers and Alanis Morissette, although my favorites of theirs wouldn't have been the ones on JT's list. I like pictures of Matchstick Men. Radio Silence was probably my favorite from JT's top five. Uh, dude, I just discovered that song this year, and I fucking love it. <laughs> it's such a goddamn good song. Um... Was that the, 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 why am I spacing on it? Who's the artist on it? Sticks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You send that to us, like, when yeah. you discovered it. When I first like, discovered it. How was... did I never hear of this song? Yeah. It's a pretty good song. Oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, from Cole songs. I really liked the song last night, and hearing Cole's rendition of it on the pod last week was definitely a highlight for me. Hey. Ooh, I wow. also liked the song Terrible Things from Cole's Top 5. Hey, Joe, wow. God bless you. The wolf coming in hot. Wow. Coming in with a howl. <laughs> the wolf pouncing. <laughs> pouncing with these good takes. I can't wait till she gets to mine cuz mine's so fucking stupid. Um from Troy songs, I like the recreated Mbop. Yeah, that was pretty uh, good. Does it? I remember you mentioning this before, and I wrote it. I wrote in saying about the British band called Busted, who collaborates with Hanson on that song. I also enjoyed "What the fuck is happening here," and that led me to finding the one song by the same artist, "Somebody Farted on the Plane," which I also enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> However. I couldn't find Troy's number one song because he didn't say who the artist is. I couldn't even 100% catch the name of the song. Did you say Berta Berta or Berta Berta? (laughs) (laughs) Not Berta Berta, Berta Berta. Anyway, please tell me the artist so I can listen. From the clip you played on the show, it sounded intriguing. Not Sacco, Sacco. I did say it early i'll i'll respond to this email so you can have it so you can see it typed out um i think my favorite out of all your songs is probably cole's last night wow all an action up in there i forgot to mention that in my spotify raft my 11 moth moth oh god, <laughs> god, <you're> ben <laughs> oh god is ben puffins coming back <laughs> 
my 11th most played song of the year was Tribute by Tenacious D. Ooh! Oh. So you definitely influenced my listening this yes. year. Yes! Dude, I gotta tell you, my number one artist was Tenacious D. No shit. Yeah, because from all those wrestling trips where we just listen to the whole album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess doing that three times makes that your number one artist of the year. I get it. Uh, let's see. Changing the subject. In response to JT asking if I like the Greta Gerwig version of Little Women, the answer is no. <gasps> it was crap. Oh, shit. So, wow. I don't want to offend anyone who likes it, but if you want to watch a version of Little Women, stick with the 1994 version. Wow, 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 wow. I am so fed up of remakes, especially Disney ones. Where is creativity gone? You know, I'm right there with you, June. <laughs> I'm aware that technically the 94 version of Little Women is also a remake, but the versions before that were a long time ago, so it warranted a remake. Uh-oh. You know, technically, the 94 one was 30 years ago. <laughs> I mean... That's a pretty long That time. is... <laughs> I mean, 30 years prior to 1994 have been 1964. Yeah. So... Ugh. Just... Math hurts. Mm -hmm. Okay? Math hurts math sometimes. Does hurt. Um, Where was I? Oh, the Greta Gerwig one was just unnecessary. I could go into more detail about this, but my letter is already long. Also, the GG version of Little Women stars Troy's favorite actor, Timothy Chalamet. Hmm. Will not be seeing it. And his cold, lifeless, dead eyes. That was me saying that. That was my addition oh, that was to you. the letter. Okay. <laughs> Wishing you all a Merry Christmas. I really do love listening to you and was delighted to hear that Wolves Month might be coming soon. Love, Jude. Signed off with a wolf, a wolf note, <laughs> and a wolf Christmas tree. Wow. A uh, wolf Christmas tree. I, oh! A wolf note? It's just song notes, but it's from the wolf, so I decided it's everything she signs off with is a wolf something. Oh, I'll take that. Okay. I'll take the wolf, which I guess would be a wolf wolf, which could be a dire wolf. Uh, a wolf wolf. I will give you, I will give you a heads up, uh, Jude the Wolf. Uh, when we do... Wolves Month, we may need to end the month with your wolf pick, so oh. be sure to bring it in there. Oh, yeah. I know you had a few uh, ideas already in mind. We need your definitive wolf pick. Yeah. To, oh, to, yeah. To cap off Wolves Mo Wolf Month. <laughs> wolves. Or not just Wolves. It's not even Wolves Month. It's Wolves. <laughs> to cap off Wolves. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's all the letters. Thanks, wow. everybody, for writing in. That was wonderful. Well, guys, we got a really special, out of nowhere... Renfield and Igor script. Wait a minute. Uh, guys, I think it's time to bring them back for a very extra special Christmas special extravaganza. <laughs> a very extra special Christmas special. Yes. So uh, I'll just leave it to where you guys can, you guys just do your thing. Okay. Troy, of course, you're Renfield. Cole, uh -huh. of course, you're Igor. Okay. Uh -huh. And then I'll just play everything else. It's been so long. It's been so long. It's been a long time. Uh, it's been a long Also, keep in mind that sometimes the Christmas is Christmas, so make sure you keep, your, <laughs> keep an eye out for that. Okay. 
I, right off the bat, huh? Yep, let's see it. Interior Christmas special set night. The stage is adorned with festive decorations, and Renfield and Igor stand center stage ready to host their Christmas special. Welcome, everyone, to the Christmas special. <laughs> I'm Renfield, and this is the Disciplined Daddy, also known as Igor. Greetings, little ones. Remember, I'm the Disciplined Daddy, <laughs> so behave yourselves. And speaking of discipline, Igor, have you been coaching any school sports lately? <laughs> Indeed, Renfield. I just got recruited to coach underwater basket weaving. They needed someone to keep those unruly seaweed balls in line. Ah, fantastic. Now, let's welcome our first guest, Nina. Nina enters with a tray of questionable-looking Christmas treats. I brought some delicious treats for you both. It's my special fruitcake-flavored jello sushi. Fruitcake cello sushi? Interesting choice. And now, let's bring in Jude the Wolf, our animal wrangler. Jude enters with a pack of wolves on leashes. <laughs> I thought I'd bring a bit of wild... <laughs> a bit of the wild Christians. These wolves are well-behaved, unlike some kids I've seen. <laughs> Discipline is key, even in the animal kingdom. Here comes... <laughs> oh god. And here comes Pud with his random facts about Fallout and Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, did you know that Death Claws and Fallout were originally mutated chameleons? And dragons in D&D? Well, they're just awesome. OJ the bartender approaches with a tray of eggs. <laughs> Eggs, anyone? They're a great source of energy. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, OJ. Now let's discuss our favorite Christmas movies. Mine is Sound of Freedom. It's a heartwarming tale about child trafficking and the power of justice. <laughs> Moving on. Please welcome the High Honey Bear from Golden Crisps. Honey Bear stumbles onto the set looking blissfully unaware. <laughs> and by special request, Jane Lynch is here. I'm here because Cha asked me to be. <laughs> as the chaos ensues, Redfield gets visibly upset when someone mentions Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie! The show continues with, continues with laughter, odd facts, and a high honey bear causing delightful mayhem. Oh my god. <laughs> well, now that we've alienated all of our listeners... <laughs> listeners, the voices expressed by one Bucky Collins do not reflect those of the Review Review Podcast. <laughs> Fucking cockney accent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god. That <laughs> that was good. That was good. Well done. Uh, Renfield and Igor. There you go. I love a good Christmas special. A good, a good old good old fashioned Christmas special. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh goodness. I don't know if my head hurts from laughing or the alcohol. <laughs> 
<laughs> God, oh, dying. shit. That was good. Uh, wonderful segment, JT. Thanks for putting that together yes. for the crew, uh, for the gang. Don't thank me. Thank Chat GPT. <laughs> well, what, I will never. <laughs> what went on in the tournament of random movies, guys? We had dodgeball versus phone booth. I don't know if you guys voted. Did you guys vote for this one? I actually forgot to vote on. This yeah, one. I think I actually forgot to. Of course, too. of course. Is that why there were three votes? Well, no, there were six. Uh, <laughs> winning with sixty-six percent of the votes, oh! which is four. <laughs> it is four. Dodgeball moves on in the term okay. random movies. Okay. Uh, but phone booth because it got votes. The new rule that was established in this one. Phone booth will be added to. The wild card matchup at the what end. What was last week's that got no votes? Love Actually. No. <laughs> it's just gone. Love Actually is not involved in any way, shape, or form now. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh. I'm telling you, ever since fucking the, the Puffin Brothers showed up here. <laughs> I just want to ruin this shit. <laughs> I just want to ruin the shit. <laughs> Fucking puffins, brothers. Are they so, the shit home boys? Is that the joke? Is that the joke? Is that the joke? <laughs> Are the puffins the shit boys? So, <coughs> dodgeball joining Breakfast at Tiffany's and The Rock in the official tournament, but uh, the fear Rock not. says. Fear not, Brave and Phone Booth are still in the wild card to be brought back if they get the votes. Okay. So that brings us to our next matchup, a movie from 1994, based on a TV show that was actually probably more popular than the movie, and a movie from 2017 featuring someone who actually became a well-known superhero. Hmm... Hmm. 94. Little Women. <laughs> Not Little Women. TV show that was more popular than the movie? Yeah. I would say the TV show is probably more popular than the movie. You would say or the public would say that? <laughs> I'd say the public would say it too. I think I've heard more about the TV show than the movie. 94. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank on that. Wayne, Wayne, no, Wayne's World, no. I don't know. The 94 movie is Stargate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, would have never got that one. <laughs> I would have never gotten that train either. And uh, 2017 <clears throat> features uh, the main character, or the, the main star of it is ended up being portraying a very well-known superhero. Oh, the main star ended up becoming a very well-known superhero. Yeah. Starred in a movie where he became a a well-known superhero. Is it Star Trek? It's not Star Trek. Is it... Is it Stargate 2017? It's a a, a lesser-known movie. It's it's like the one that, like, kind of got him noticed for doing uh, less... Teenage angsty movies. Hmm. Is the actor Zach Efron? No. 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's the movie with our pats in uh, good time. I don't think you know that one, Cole. I don't know either one of these movies. This <laughs> Stargate versus Good Time. I've seen the Stargate movie. Yeah, I remember seeing it in theaters when I was like a kid, like oh, a never, little kid. <laughs> I never saw the movie. I think I had like the VHS of it or something. But uh, I don't, I've never seen Good Time. Yeah. Heard it's good though. So Stargate <laughs> versus Good Time. Good Time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Stargate. I don't know shit about this week, guys. <laughs> Stargate versus Good Time. We'll see. Uh, Troy, which one are you looking to get? Since Cole has no idea. I don't know shit. I think I'm gonna pick Stargate. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, I, I know. I'm kind of curious because Kurt Russell's in Stargate. Mm-hmm. I'm in a sci-fi mood. Okay. I remember liking it. Okay. As a kid, twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Stargate is basically uh, people develop a interdimensional portal that brought them, brings them to the planet that uh, was full of aliens that actually inspired the Egyptians. So it's like it's futuristic technology and aliens, but it's like all like Egyptian-looking stuff. Okay. And it spawned a whole series. It did spawn, which a whole I would say is more popular than yes. the movie. Yes. Because there's spinoffs on Stargate 2. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Great. There you go. I'll try to remember to vote this time. Stargate versus Good Time. We'll see who moves on next week. And then you after won. that, we only got two more first round matchups before the uh, wild card. So keep an eye out. Oh, Okay. My. Keep an eye out. Well, fellas, it's that time. Guys. Is it? It's the top of the hour. Wow. About 12 minutes past. Not bad. Not terrible. Not terrible. Not bad. I think we're keeping the show on the tracks today, we're guys. We're trying. We're, we're, we're doing a decent it job. It is fairly... <clears throat> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to pause the show because Cole died. Holy shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Who laced that drink with shellfish and cilantro? It was the puffins. <laughs> Best Center, from high school? Center an APB for the Puffins. <laughs> they skipped town. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I also like how you just stopped. <laughs> you, you coughed and then just like hung your head to die. <laughs> I gave up right away. Like the Puffins hurt him that much. <laughs> There's no fighting left. <laughs> oh, Guardians of the Galaxy came out this year, May 5th. Number one song. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. <laughs> Close. <laughs> it was the other song that was brought up this... That was brought up around this time. Around, um... Like, it was the same song that came that we brought up last week. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Oh, <laughs> Morgan! Oh, Morgan! Oh, Morgan! In related news, two songs came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> or there's a period of time where we missed everything. <laughs> hey, Jude loves this song. Okay. <laughs> I can hear her howling from the UK. <laughs> 
Not gonna sing it this time, cool? In my head. Here's... Cole's number Don't one song. Say, yeah. Number one in everyone else's hearts, I guess. <laughs> when Hold on. Last night we let the liquor talk. Can't remember everything we said, but we said you know. Oh, fuck. That's my fault. Fucking this show is going to ruin my unwrap for next year. <laughs> why did you why did you listen to Last Night by Morgan Wallen so much? Followed up by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah. You really like these two really popular songs from last year. <laughs> from from April to May. <laughs> two number one songs. <laughs> uh budget. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow. Fucking indie. Only fifty million dollars off from Indiana Jones from last year. <laughs> last week. Domestically brought in three hundred and fifty-eight point nine million dollars nope. and worldwide eight hundred and forty-five and a half million dollars. Worldwide hit. Seems like it did pretty good. Did better than Indiana Jones did. I'll God give it that damn. much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes is this at 82%. Wow. IMDb, 7.9 out of 10. Metacritic is 64. Letterboxd, a 4 out of 5 stars. And If You Want the Gravy... Ooh, I do. <laughs> ...gives it 4 stars slash an 88. Spread oh. it on me. <laughs> I don't know why. They have two different grading systems, but they do. They can't decide. And I'm not interested in learning what the correlation between them are. You know why? Because sometimes gravy on me. you want brown gravy, and sometimes you want white gravy. Oh, God. <laughs> That's white very gravy? True. Yeah, like a cream gravy. Yeah. You ever had a cream gravy? You ever know your, <laughs> you ever know your gravies? <laughs> you don't know your gravies? You don't know your gravies? Hashtag know your gravies? <laughs> Hashtag know your gravies. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> Cole, you have to give a synopsis for this. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, yeah. What is common Parents media? need oh. to know. <laughs> is there any more that... of those It's a Buttes in the fridge? It's those a brew dogs? These? No, the brew dogs. The one behind the you. Oh. Oh. Man, I kind of want to fuck my life up with a Cutwater White Russian. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll split that one, one. I'll split it with you. Well, so you got one of those that in there, Drew? last time. Cut I think there water. should be one left. <clears throat> What are you looking for? Cut water? Uh, yeah, the, there should be a, one more cut water peppermint white Russian in there. I'll dig. Okay. While you dig, parents need to know. Oh, shit. Ooh. That Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is the third and theoretically final feature film in the massively popular MCU sub-franchise about the ragtag found family group. This time around, Peter Quill... Chris Pratt, Drax, I don't know why they go in detail on this, Dave Bautista, Groot, Vin Diesel, Nebula, Karen Gillan, and Mantis, Palm Clementif, must enlist the help of other timeline, Gamora, Zoe Saldana. <laughs> so in-depth so in on characters. Parents need to know. <laughs> to save Rocket, voiced by Bradley Cooper, Finally, we're done with that shit. From a villain who believes he's working for the betterment of the galaxy by trying to create the perfect species. This is the darkest and goriest 
of the three The Guardian films. It explores the deep-seated trauma that one of the characters experienced early in life and has upsetting scenes of animal torture and experimentation. There's also explosive sci-fi action violence, mass destruction, decapitations, weapons use, blood, skeletal remains, and a huge body count. Some of them sympathetic characters. Expect a fair bit of strong language, including the MCU's first F word. Dropped by Quill in a moment of frustration. Plus, asshole, shit, dick, bitch, and more. Characters flirt, and Quill gets extremely drunk. But he's also... (laughs) But he's also fiercely loyal to his crew. And the Guardians continue to demonstrate I want to know what common sense media has against flirting. Perseverance and courage. They're so like... Oh my god. They're flirting so much in this. (laughs) Flirting leads to fucking! Uh, I was really uncomfortable. They have flirted a lot in this movie. And flirting makes me horny. And I cannot have that. That that works. Flirting gets me fucky! Flirting gets me fucky. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, that's what parents need to know, okay? Thank you. Yes. Well, Cole, well also informed. thank you for pouring that while I read that. Well, Cole, we need to know what you think we need to know okay. about Guardians of the Galaxy Vol 3. Mind you, this may be the drunkest I've been on a pod in a while. Yep. I'm fucked. So here we go. Uh, guys. First five minutes, go. First five minutes. <laughs> here we go. Fucking Rocket is walking around to some good tunes. Let's start playing Creep right now. Yeah. (laughs) Creep, that's what it is. There we go. Let's start playing Creep. Rocket is walking around to Creep, and this motherfucking guy, I don't know his name. I I don't know the golden guy's name. Oh, um. Well, let me, let me play this while, uh, uh, while Cold just. Please do. Adam Warlock. The first five minutes. Okay. We join the Guardians, walking around on their new planet, I think. New planet? New base. Uh, new base of nowhere. Yeah. Right. Nowhere's been in the other movies. Okay, well, nowhere's where they're at. And Rocket's walking around to this great song, and Adam Warlock shows up and causes a lot of havoc. Okay? Well, in this havoc, Rocket is hurt drastically. And they try to save him. Quill tries to save him. Everyone tries to save him. They try to throw a med pack on him. Realize, ain't gonna happen. Can't do it. Can't make this work for our pal, Rocket Raccoon. Because he's got a kill switch in him. That was put in him by Ogle Corp. Okay? They need to find this kill switch. They need to find the key to this kill switch. They need to go to Ogle Corp, to the High Evolutionary. And take him out. <laughs> they need to try to take him out, find where he's at, so they can save their pal Rocket Raccoon. But throughout this, we're going to hear about Rocket Raccoon's past. We're going to hear about Rocket Raccoon's history. Rocket? Rocket? We're going to hear about Rocket's Rocket, history. Rocket Raccoon? <laughs> we're going to cry. We're going to feel some emotions. Because this is a moving tale of fucking animal abuse. <laughs> okay. And I want to know what the I want to know what the version that they have on. Oh, I didn't recognize version. that either. Oh, just the acoustic version. Oh, the version they have on the movie is actually really fucking good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. 
Yeah. Uh, we also have some 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 Gamora shit in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some little side stories in there. Some fun fun Drax lines. Always fun with Groot. There's good stuff. Good stuff. But Guardians Three takes us on possibly the last journey of the Guardians. Yeah. Yes. Guardians Three. Very good. Um, wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. Yeah, you actually, not the movie. I mean, my synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thought the movie was it. gonna fucking suck. <laughs> I've never liked a Marvel movie. <laughs> Did you happen to watch the holiday special? I've watched it. Okay. It's been about a year since it came out. Yeah. Okay. But I did not. I went. I wanted to watch it again. I didn't. I know. I wanted to walk back and watch it again because literally that special has one of my new favorite Christmas songs in it. Is it the one they sing at the end? No, the one they sing in the beginning. I don't. I guess I don't. Oh, uh, I'm gonna play it because that fucking <laughs> this song is a kicks lot of music. A lot of music in the beginning. <laughs> but that... I, I made a Christmas music uh, playlist on my Spotify and I put it on there. That is a really great little one hour special, though. It's don't. Yeah. It's an hour, isn't it? I don't know what it's, Christmas it's is by the old ninety sevens. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this song kicks ass. And it sounds quite fun. A jolly old fellow brings toys to everyone on a holiday they call Christmas. Now I'm not gonna lie, it makes no sense to me, but here's what Earthlings told me about this Christmas mystery. Santa is a furry freak with epic superpowers. That is a good song. <laughs> Oh, it's a good fucking song. Not, Did you watch it, Troy? I didn't go back and rewatch it. I there are just a few facts that like they bring up in three. That are dropped in the holiday special. Yeah, I know it's really weird. Like, yeah, like the big reveal that uh, Mantis is uh, Peter's sister. Yeah, they do that in the holiday special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, that's a that's a big drop to do for a holiday special. Yeah, it's not like it's it's played up more in the holiday special than I think it is in the movie. Yeah. But there's like there's like a I remember, but like it's yeah. a pretty still touching thing. In there's the a movie. small spot in there where it's like, because he brings up like, well, you're the only family I have that I, so I I, I don't care about going back to Earth. Where yeah, I, yeah, it, it's so odd. It's like that that that's a big drop of information yeah. they put in like the Guardians holiday special, <laughs> and also fucking great uh, Mantis and Drax moments in that. Oh in yeah, oh special. yeah. And I was worried that, like, in 3, there wouldn't be hardly any. Because I'm like, oh, they just blew it all. They did all the... No, yeah. there's quite a few more in 3. Not as much, obviously. Yeah. Now it is specialized more. But, yeah. like, it... This is... Because when Mantis was introduced in 2, I'm like, yeah, she's fine. Yeah. She had some okay moments. But, yeah. like, I think she's great in 2... Or in 3 and yeah. the holiday yeah. special. Yeah. Especially a... playing off drag. I think yeah. 3, she stands out more than ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah. <clears throat> There's one more holiday special reference in the, uh, in the after credits sequence when, uh, Peter's grandpa's reading the paper, the headline on the front is, I was abducted by aliens, Kevin Bacon tells all. <laughs> oh, I missed that. 
That's good. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're catching up. Um. After like Peter has just been like in a big depression, he's just like being a piece of shit and drinking his life away, and yeah. Uh, we start on that. Like, it starts already, like, on a dour note. Oh, yeah. yeah. And playing a even slower version of Creep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really yeah. drives even, that home. Even, yeah. <laughs> just when you thought Creep couldn't get more depressing, they found a slower version of it. And then you're just like... I, mean, I, my, I, I did a Letterbox review, and my review for Letterbox was... It, it feels good to be seen by Rocker Raccoon that he also angstily listen to creep while being feeling sorry for himself. <laughs> uh, while we're on the subject of the music, what did you guys think of the music in this one? Since it's pretty it's, laden through. I love it. Yeah. Like they, it, it, they never fail in the guardians to just put out a standout fucking soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's different. Yeah. It is different. It's like more nineties. Yeah. Yeah. They make up for it because like, cause what is it? Did, uh, Yandu give him the zoom at the end? Of two, yeah. Uh, oh, maybe that somebody, or, yeah, somebody uh, gives Craglin, somebody maybe. Yeah, somebody gives Peter a zoom at the end of two, and then that has like that 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 gives them free will to do like basically up to I think they do up to like the two thousands I think yeah. in this yeah. But even but like, then, that's fun. Yeah, I had like uh fucking subtitles on, so like before it even start playing, it would say like you know whatever song's coming up. Yeah, and I'd be like. Oh, what the fuck? This is going to suck. And then it was starting to be like, oh, dude. never mind. They fucking nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the trailer for this movie came out, they, they fucking play In the Meantime by Space Hog. And I fucking, that got me back into that song. I started listening to that a whole bunch after <laughs> the trailer came out. Because I fucking love that song. I Of the three movies, I think this might be my least favorite soundtrack but i still like it yeah i'd probably agree i mean it's it fits the movie and it's just yeah. like a more of like a downer yeah like yeah. soundtrack which yeah. i'm like i'm i just want yeah. something more peppy and upbeat yeah. yeah but like i still like all the songs yeah. on it like the songs evolve with like as, as yeah. time goes on yeah because like <laughs> they played older songs in the first one and then peter found the other mixtape and then they played like i think they played like more like 70s music in the first one and they then they played like late 70s early 80s in the second one yeah and now it's up to 90s and 2000s in this one yeah, yeah. but no it's good though it's good big uh, fan yeah also like too that they switched uh focus of the movie to like another character another yeah popular character yeah because we already saw two movies of peter quill it's like do we need not that I don't like the character, but yeah. I think it was almost kind of smart on their part too, because like, I think at the time Chris Pratt was kind of like getting shit on in the, in the in like his real life for being like uh, a weird weirdo Christian or something like that. Yeah. I kind of remember that. <laughs> I yeah. kind of forgot about it too because it hasn't been brought up much more. But like, I don't know if it was deliberate or just like happenstance that it yeah. happened. But like, yeah. well, let's just kind of focus on to like rock a raccoon. Everybody likes him anyway. Yeah. And I think it worked amazingly. Oh, God, yeah. did it ever. I feel like this <laughs> needed to happen, though. Like, especially if this is going to be the last one that they do. Because mm-hmm. they've been teasing uh, Rocket's backstory, like, the last two movies. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, something like this needed to happen to, feel, to make the entire Guardian's story feel complete. Yeah. 
And then, really, who else could you really do? Like, Drax. Yeah. I like him as a character, but, like, if I see too much of him, it's almost too much. Yeah. Even though he has quite a, like, an arc in this movie. Yeah. I feel like... And with... Gamora yeah. and Nebula, you already get a lot of them through, like, the Avengers, late, the late Avengers like, movies. I feel like their story plays out more in Avengers movies than it does in, like, <laughs> Guardians movies. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're so connect, they were so connected to uh, fucking Thanos. Yep. So, like, all you really have is Rocket Raccoon, unless you mm. want a whole Groot movie. <laughs> yeah. How was how was Groot planted? <laughs> Which they did. Disney did those Groot minis. Did you remember those? Yeah. I, I heard about they those. They put out another season of those. I didn't see. Did they? Yeah. I, the kids really like those, because they're, yeah. like, five-minute shorts. Yeah. Oh, shit. And they're kind of fun. I yeah. like. I thought they were kind of funny. You can knock out all eight of them in, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> they're pretty fun. Yeah. Um... The, and I like that they, it looks like they put the budget where they needed to. Like, $250 million is a lot of money. Yeah. But, like, they make Rocket Raccoon look awesome. Like, they never miss a step. Yeah. I feel like they put so much money in, like, not even just in Rocket's look, but, like, all the other animals. Like, just their eyes. Like, when they do close-ups of their eyes, like, that would choke me up just looking in their eyes. (laughs) I want to say, fuck you, Cole. This movie made me cry three times. Dude, <laughs> watching so... it back. Watching it back yesterday. I'm like, I watched, I, like, I watched, like, the first part of it when I was laying in bed. And I think I cried once that. And then I came home after work yesterday and watched the rest of it. I cried two more times. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally, like, cursing your name as I'm crying watching this fucking movie. Dude, I remember you telling me about you crying the first time you watched it way yeah. back when. And then Katie watched it, like, a few months ago, and she was like, oh, my God, I've never cried so much at a fucking movie. Jesus. And I was, like, the whole time, like, you fucking pansies. <laughs> I fucking cried watching Dude. this. I was, oh. I was, I literally was. Chief <laughs> is my favorite. I was checking the time to make sure that Molly wouldn't walk on me, walk into me bawling watching this fucking <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I'm like, I swear to Christ, if, I, if Molly walks in on me crying at these fucking fake animals dying i'm gonna fucking kill cole are you worried about your manhood yes yes i am okay not secure enough huh i'm not secure (laughs) i i welled up here at the end of this one too oh not so much the animal stuff that one doesn't get me as much i know farm boy yeah yeah tell us again about how you choke cats My, I don't did. I didn't do it. My great grandmother did it. Put so some more the, lead in those animals. So it's in huh? the genes. I get it. Yeah, it's in the genes. <laughs> Jesus. But Christ. it's all like the dad stuff at the end. What like especially when, uh, like Drax is like crying, and they're like, "No, you never meant to be a destroyer. You're meant to be a dad." And what like oh, he yeah. saves all those kids, and I'm just like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, really? Yeah, I that there too. Yeah. See, that did not get me at all. Dad stuff. Yeah always fucking get that stuff gets me a lot this <laughs> one it's the animals that get me yeah. i didn't i'm not gonna say i did not i was not affected not not affected okay by the animal stuff just the dad stuff and trump's animal i got stuff, you okay i got you hey i really feel like i need to explain <laughs> i grew up having a heart <laughs> okay okay yeah you right. didn't what was the part that you cried at the heart because i i have one specific moment where it was the hardest I cried the first time I watched it, and it was definitely the hardest I cried this time that I watched it, too. Oh, 
it's a toss-up, but I'd probably have to go with the the heaven scene. Heaven scene? Me? That one got me. I cried in the heaven scene on, in this one. Still, the one that makes me cry the hardest, I don't know why, when he, when he fucking opens the cage for the baby raccoons. Oh, oh really? Yeah, that cool. one makes me cry every time I watch it. I don't oh, know why. Oh, okay. That's so and interesting. Then the, and then they all crawl on him. I was destroyed. I, Here's I got I, misty there, Was too. completely yeah, was destroyed when these, when these fucking uh, baby raccoons crawl. I don't know why. Here's what I love about this movie is that we all have three different moments that affected us differently. Yeah. I got <laughs> I got misty on the heaven scene, but for some reason, every time that scene comes up where the fucking baby raccoons crawl on him, I fucking lose it. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Interesting. What if I would have said, like, when the high evolutionary gets his face clawed off? <laughs> That'd be <laughs> That's, what cried the most? That's what I cried about. <laughs> He's just trying to help everybody. <laughs> He just wants him to be their best selves. <laughs> He's looking out for the for human interest. He just wants to help everybody. <laughs> What'd you guys think of the high evolutionary in this? I fucking He's a terrible person. Yeah. I fucking loved him in this. Yeah, me too. He is such a fucking good villain because I wouldn't even say that he's evil. He's just so fucking uh like he's such a narcissist. Yeah. Because there's so many scenes where it's like he will destroy things for doing things that he does all the time, and he cannot see the he can't see the hypocrisy in it. Like there's so many times where he's just like, "Well, these these things are too violent, so kill all of them." Yeah, <laughs> what? I mean, I would say he's evil. You know, yeah, he's yeah, evil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's evil, but his evil is that he's he's a fucking narcissist. And I, like, he sees himself as not an evil person. He sees himself as trying to do good, but he's such a narcissist that he can't see that what he's doing is evil. Yeah. Okay. I love his mannerisms. Yeah. yeah. Like how he'll just he, like his quick turn on people and like <laughs> jumping on people. Like yeah. he's so quick to act. Yeah. He seemed like a totally different villain than in most of the MCU movies. Yeah. Right? He's animated. He's fun to watch. Right. Yeah. Like, you don't know what he's going to do. Like, he's melodramatic. Like, yes. when he turns yeah. on Rocket like that for knowing something yeah. that oh, he yeah. couldn't figure out, yeah. I'm like, yep. I really like yeah. that turn. Like, yeah. I love that whole scene where it's like, he's almost like acting like a dad <laughs> to Rocket. That one time where it's like, oh shit, like, this is going to be the part where it's like, we, we know he's going to be the villain, but that's like the part where they try and get you on his side. Yeah. And it doesn't even last that long, but it's no. like just enough where you're like, fuck man. So that was all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that little bit of like, yeah. of, of like bonding you had with them was complete and utter bullshit. And then you didn't even give me a chance to like, let that set in. Like, <laughs> right. They really, they really hit you over the head that this is not a good person. <laughs> But again, like he he plays that role in such a way where, as despicable as he is, I couldn't wait for him to come up on come up on screen again. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Yeah, God, yeah, by far top tier Marvel. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, Marvel villain. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Was there anything that jumped out to you guys that you didn't like in this movie? Um, I only ask that because, for me, no. I think. Well, we've talked about a lot of good things. I'm curious. Some criticisms? Yeah. yeah. I think, no, go ahead. Well, I, I, 
I guess it's not like my only criticism would be that it's not necessarily as fun of a watch as like the other two. Like it has a lot more heavier moments that like that sit yes. with you and you'll think about them more than the other yeah. ones. Yeah. But like as a fun watch, it's, it's not a fun jaunt. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, I mean, I really feel like being depressed. Troy like yeah. Troy likes his fun jaunts. He does. <laughs> that would be my only criticism. And it's not even like, I wouldn't even want to change that for the movie. It's just yeah. my experience watching sure. it be like, that would be it. Otherwise yeah. I think it's pretty flawless. Like, yeah. I, I, I like a lot of this movie. There's yeah. a few times in this like, where I think the humor in this is really strong, but there's a few times where some jokes get elongated to where it, it kind of feels like those moments where like your kids are like really like pound, like pounding this joke home. It's like, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, it's funny. Okay. Just, okay. You can stop. No, I get it. It's funny. It's, like there's that one part, when they're in the vampire bats uh, house and like, I think nebula and uh, Oh, the couch gag. Yeah. The couch gag <laughs> or no, the, the fucking like the, what's the difference between dead and sick or whatever. Like they oh. count, they, oh, they, yeah, 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 they yeah. go really hard on that where I'm dumb like, ass and dead. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Like what's the difference between dumb ass and dead. And I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. Like I say, don't tell me the couch gag because I love Drax. The couch, on the the couch, couch. gag with the, the couch, couch gag was, was a great was gag. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. The couch gag was good, but there's like a few times where it's like they'll do some things. Where it's like okay, if you if you touch on it once, it's funny. But they did it enough times where I'm like, you're kind of beating into it. But but even then, when even when they beat a joke to death, they still cut that off enough for it. It's not a huge detriment to me. Right. Yeah, I and I thought the comedy in this was pretty spot on too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just think I I felt like James Gunn was on a whole other level on this movie, and I feel like he did it because he had to be because this was like his selling to DC. Like <laughs> I can take over, I can take the reins on DC and make it good. Because fuck, man, he, he even he takes like every character from Guardians, and I feel like this is the most fleshed out. They are than in the other two movies. Well, well, that maybe that point there. Also, the fact that like it's his send off as well. Yeah, it's his send. Like, yeah, I he better wants, nail this. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to leave everyone no kind of like feeling that they even they know the Guardians even more than they did before when it when it started. But in the same sense, also proving that he can make he can make a movie that can be both touching and funny and like make you feel a range of emotions. And then in the same sense, also be weird and not, like, take away from the drama and comedy of it, too. Yeah. There's a lot of weird shit in this. <laughs> yeah. But it's weird to the point where it's like, it, it, I loved it. The fucking Orgosphere. I fucking love the Orgosphere. Yeah, and, like, yeah. the weird living tissue they have to cut through. Yeah. And, like, Nathan Fillion and his weird fucking Dude, Nathan Fillion in this is in this. fucking hilarious. <laughs> He cannot wait to talk about this guy that he can't fucking stand. <laughs> he does it like three times. Every time I love it. <laughs> Literally, like, you, you bring up just a small spigot of like, well, you know, you know, the, the guy he can't, don't get me started. It's like, <laughs> he just starts going in on this guy that he just works with that he can't fucking stand. <laughs> and it always comes up. There's like one time where it's like, it barely comes up and he's like, oh, yeah, well, 
you know that. Well, there's this one guy I work with that yeah. I just... <laughs> oh, you got one of those too. You didn't uh... even bring up... <laughs> But no, like the orgosphere was like interesting because it's like, like, uh, why not go weird with like you're in space? You can basically do anything. So it's like, why not and develop like this like base or planet where it's like they found a way to build things using living tissue, and it's visually super stimulating. Yeah, because I also like the fact where they jump out of their spaceship in all those multicolored. Uh, space suits or whatever. Yeah, it's so Just bright. Just that scene yeah. is, yeah. like, cool. Yeah. And an awesome They're visual. floating and flipping. And, yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah. James Gunn seems to be the only person that listens to criticism of, like, every Marvel movie looks the same. Right. Where he's like, okay, well, then I'll do something other Marvel movies don't do. Color. <laughs> <laughs> and to a point, like, Taika Waititi kind of started that. Or, not started that, but, like, also, like, added a bit of visual yeah. flair. I feel like, though, like, Taika Waititi and James Gunn have a very similar way of making movies. Yeah. But James Gunn has, like, a more mature eye looking at it. Yeah. I think I think James Gunn is better at inserting emotion, right? I think Taika, Taika Waititi is a little goofier. Yeah. I think James Gunn, he can, he can come in with the weird shit, but he can also bring the weird shit around to where it's something emotional at the same time too. And yeah, he, he fully flushes. Cause even look at the suicide squad. It's yeah. almost like the same type of deal as the guardians movies. You have this weird cast of characters. Yeah. They're up against this weird, huge star or whatever. Yeah. And he makes it where he's got emotional aspects to it. Yeah. You're using all these like, who gives a shit characters. Yeah. You make them care. They yeah. have a whole arc. And it's a fun movie. I liked The Suicide mm-hmm. Squad. That was yeah. great. And I feel like he did it here with that, yeah. uh, with the Guardians movies. I I like The Suicide Easily. Squad. I feel like he perfects it in this movie. Like, there's a lot of, <clears throat> there's a lot of avenues that, that this movie is going down where I feel like I got invested in almost all of them. And it's hard to do that, especially in a movie like this where, like, the cast is so big. Yeah. I feel like there was, like, there was, like, in the Suicide Squad, there was people I was invested in, but it was, like, I don't think it was near to the extent that I was for characters in this. Well, I mean, you also the benefit that you had two other movies before true, these two. True, true. But even then, like, I feel like in the other, in the last two movies, I don't think I was as invested, like... I think Star Star Lord and Gamora's story in this was so fascinating because it was like it was really like a love story based on the fact that one of the one of the people in the love story was dead and a different version of them came back that doesn't know why they loved that person. <laughs> the first time when I saw Guardians Three, I totally forgot the whole Gamora switch, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like what's going on here? So, <laughs> to, like, go back and... You're not the only one. I had to go back and reread all this. Yeah. <laughs> As I'm watching, I'm going back on Wikipedia, like, what the fuck did I miss? But yeah. that aspect is so fucking fascinating. It's yeah. like, it's really like, it plays with, like, the idea of just a love story in general. Like, it, it doesn't play with the idea of, like, oh, who's your one and only someone? It's like, when can you meet that person to where, like, you can fall in love with them? And Gamora's at this point in her life where... She's in a in a situation where like she could never fall in love with a Peter Quill. Yeah. And it's that matter of Peter Quill lived that, she didn't. 
So how can he deal with that? Seeing the person that he loves in a situation where she'll probably never fall in love with them. I, I also like that too, that like it totally changes the Gamora character just for a interesting. Oh yeah. Stand. Like she gets to play a completely different character. Yeah. And I, I, that's pretty cool. And I love for so long, like we always had this talk about like the, like Gamora and Nebula where like Nebula was always the hard ass and Gamora was like the more softer one. Now it's almost switched for like, yeah, like Nebula's kind of the softer one because she's been with the Guardians for so long, and now Gamora was has just been with Ravagers since she came back, and she's just this big hard ass that doesn't give give a show about anything. Yeah, and like, like I I love that whole aspect of it where like their roles have completely switched because this there's this new Gamora now. Yeah. Also, Sly Stallone as a Ravager. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I loved, I loved that came on like his face came up right, and Levi's watching this with me. He watched all of this with me, by the way. Really, all of it, the whole two and a half hours. I was so impressed, and he we both cried together, by the way. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, Dad, that's the guy from the boxing movie. <laughs> like, way to go, wow. man! Hell yeah, yeah dude! Together. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, we shared some tears in this. <laughs> he hates, hates animal abuse. Okay. Yeah. Like, we've raised him the right way, not like, you know, Troy. <laughs> uh, but he hates <laughs> animal abuse. And every time that, like, Rocket was in danger or, you know, anybody died, oh, my God, he looked so fucking pissed off. Man. I looked over him and his, like, face was down. His eyes were all, like, that angry fucking, like, eyebrow in emoji. <laughs> and he, and I was like, dude, you okay? He goes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, they're going to be okay, man. The movie's going to end on a happy note, I promise you. He's like, it better. <laughs> man, dude, that <laughs> flashback scene when, like, uh, uh, the fucking... Uh... A uh, grand evolutionary guy like just kills that, kills Lila, and oh. he's just so nonchalant about it. You're just like, motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> like, and he never. I don't think he ever calls anyone by like a pronoun of like he, her. Like it's always like either a product number or it. Yeah. Or they. Like he's really that narcissistic where he never considers anything a being is everything's a product to him right yep he almost he almost has to be because he's just literally the when think when something doesn't go his way he flushes he basically incinerates it or flushes it away yeah even like rocket who he got fairly close to yeah does, he doesn't even call him a raccoon i don't think he's always no like he always eight, calls him yeah one three or whatever yeah he won three or whatever yeah. it was yep and he it's just a matter of just getting his brain because he figured out something that he couldn't and it, like, almost drives him insane. And I love, like, even at the end, like, it gets to a point where it's like, dude, everything's fucked. Like, even if you did get Rocket, you could not do what you need to do to, like, get the information from him. And he's still like, nope, I need to grab him. And so it's like, it, it at that point, it's not a science thing. It's a, it's a vengeance thing. But he can't allow himself to think that it's vengeance because he thinks he's better than everybody else. Yeah. Like, God, it's so, it's like such a good villain for this for this world <laughs> what do you think of his counter earth where it's just like regular earth but like 
bird people. Yeah. Dude, when they get off the ship and Drax is playing basketball with that one girl and just sh- throws the basketball. Just smokes her. Holy yeah. shit, I died. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was funny that, like, his perfect society looks like fucking suburbia edward scissorhands suburbia <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's what he deems perfect yeah like, not like a weird like utopia or anything like that yeah yeah well, they, yeah they make well the they suburbs. yeah they make a statue of liberty where it's like him holding a monkey or something yeah. <laughs> but even then he's like oh yeah it's not perfect and then he, they literally he they blow up a planet full of people mm-hmm. like that vampire bat family that helps them, they're dead. Yeah. They all oh, yeah. died. A lot of people died. <laughs> a planet's worth. Yeah. And he just blows it up. I mean, if you're just watching it as the movie for face value, he blows it up off of a word of mouth. Right. Like, because somebody's like, oh, yeah, selling meth is the best thing you can do or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Blow it up. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> start it over. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like, know. That was probably that, his plan. Yeah, at that point, it felt like that that was always that was always coming. Right. Where it's like this is the best thing that he had going, but then he had these like kids that he was kind of messing with. Where it's like, oh, okay, well, I got these kids. Yeah, I think we're at the point now where we can just kind of get rid of this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> but yeah, again, like, but that's like what he's always done. Like, even like the flashbacks where it's like he'll literally grow something. To like full, to like its full potential, and it's like eh, I don't like it, and then it just incinerates it like immediately. Like it's like he takes no responsibility for any life that he creates. He's just like I don't like it, and then he gets rid of it. Yeah. God, what a great villain! It's so good. He is. <laughs> it's so good. And at first watch, I'm like, high evolutionary. What the fuck? I'm like I want that. Like. He has a kind of a weird name, so I don't know how to fully say it, but oh, his real like his real name, yeah, yeah. But I want him to be in more things. Yeah, he was really good because in this, and then also in uh, Peacemaker, he's amazing. Oh, he's in Peacemaker. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy that was like the alien. No shit. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. All right. Forgot a lot about that show. There's there's a little bit of there's a quite a few people that are Peacemaker cast in this. Like even like his. Uh, well, Peace James Gunn James Gunn too, right? Yeah. Okay. But like James Gunn's girlfriend plays like the chick that's like the doing the PA the whole time in the Orgosphere. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> oh my god. The but, uh, uh, what do you guys think about the action scenes in this? Because that one where they fight down the hallway where it cuts. Where they uh, all like it's like near the end and on all the like, ship in the end. Yeah, fuck, that's so good. That's a good ass scene. That's good. I, I love that James Gunn has enough faith in his audience where he can have people do fucked up shit and then still have faith that they'll be like, okay, you'll, we'll do something where you'll still like him at the end too. <laughs> like fucking Adam Warlock does some fucked up shit in this, and then yeah. at the end they're like, now he's part of the Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, we'll just forget that he incinerated an, an innocent man. <laughs> yeah. As long as you show him dumb in the beginning, and he's yeah. learned from his mistakes at the end. But I do he can like be on the guard. I do like Adam Warlock in this, like because they do put over the fact that 
they uh like uh ex- expedited his whole uh process to where it's like he's basically a kid in like a a god's body yeah so uh, like all the things that he does he's like he he doesn't fully understand what he's doing and then like he gets like super attached to pets and he's like <laughs> kind of a mama's boy but in the same sense like he's like superman yeah i wasn't a huge fan of him off the bat like in any viewing i always kind of like don't really like him at first and not not so much you're not like cuz you're not supposed to like him he's yeah. like but i just don't didn't like the interpretation of the character yeah but it is far more interesting of a take than what it is in the books in the yeah. books he's just like stoic and boring i was going to and... say there's only so many characters you can put in these mcu movies where they're stoic and yeah nothing gets to them like you need to put some aspects into them where it's like Okay, that's different. Yeah, but by by the end, I I, I turn her well not from not, I guess the end from like the middle on. I yeah. I kind of he turns on me, and I, yeah. I like it, or I like the take on him anyway. And, yeah, like I remember I liked the uh, was it the Sovereign or something? They're from the second one. Yeah, I I I love them. They're probably one of my favorite parts in the second one, just because they were like these people that thought they were so above everything, but like. They literally did not want to get involved in anything physical whatsoever. Like, <laughs> all their spaceships were, like, basically video games where they were just, like, <laughs> like on the other side of the other side of the world, like, manning these spaceships trying to, like, fucking make the Guardians crash. And it's like, oh, they crashed my spaceship. <laughs> kind of shit. Like, I don't know. Like, just... The world that James Gunn builds with the Guardians, uh, I always thought that was such an interesting aspect of just the Marvel Universe in general. Like, because James Gunn wasn't, was in charge of the Guardians, like, he was basically, he basically developed, like, what space is in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, he was the first one to go off planet. Yeah, and... I guess, unless you count Thor, but... True. But, (laughs) I know, that's what it's like, that's why I kind of feel like when Taika Waititi took over for Thor, it's like... Well, I gotta go weird because James Gunn made space weird. Yeah. So yeah. it's like Taika Waititi is like that was like that middle ground of like, stay, stay dumb Thor wise, but then also bring in weird aspects because James Gunn's made it weird. Like, yeah. I feel like what James Gunn brought to the MCU, like it's like, I don't think people realize how much he brought to it. Yeah. Because. Yeah, or hopefully they realize. Hopefully they realize now that he's gone, and now that now that he's gone, <laughs> now that and he's now it's gonna turn to a bunch of weird, boring shit where they're gonna forget that fucking uh, Kang was a thing. Yeah, but or that there's still a celestial poking out of the ocean. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> but yeah, watching this movie, I'm still kind of burned out on comic book movies, but it makes me more hopeful. To see what James Gunn does now that he's in charge of, like, the the DC universe. Yeah, the other side of the coin. Yeah, because, yeah, because he took essentially, like, a giant part of the MCU and made it pretty interesting. Yeah. Also, like, this is one of the movies that people were excited about and then weren't let down on either. Because for a while there like Marvel was coming out and they weren't necessarily like just absolute stinkers, but yeah. they were just kind of like, yeah, that was okay. I, and like this one people were looking forward to and I, and it paid off. 
Yeah. I I would uh I would venture to say that this is probably the only not not I haven't seen the Marvels yet, but this is probably the one Marvel movie that came out this year that wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah. What ones all did come out this year? Like Quantumania. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was Quantumania, this Marvels did Black Panther 2 come out beginning of the year. Last year it came out. Last year. Oh, yeah. But yeah, oh my. Yeah, and even the even the TV series like fucking Secret Invasion sucked. Like, Loki, yeah, I, am, I wanted Secret Invasion to be good. <sighs> it's not like good. the story in the book is is so fun and it's got intrigue and mystery yeah. around it, and then it just turned it into just <laughs> trash at the end, where it's just like a slugfest. Yeah, a slugfest with people that have it has everyone's powers. Yeah, it's like ugh, it's stupid, and gray, and dull. Yeah, and Loki season two was pretty good, but even then, like. I, I really liked Loki season two. Yeah. So I mean, the the ending was good, but I felt like I felt like a lot of it was uh, treading water to me personally. I it, it was definitely better than Secret Invasion, but yeah. Even then, like for what Marvel was up, leading up to this point, this was a really weak year for Marvel. Yeah, I I think they're definitely feeling it of course after like <laughs> fucking end game and you have like the biggest movie of all time and you're yeah. like well how do we follow that tv <laughs> it's mm. like well i mean they were also kind of snookered too because they had like pandemic and all that other shit but yeah yeah they when they went all in on the the series and it's like do people really like like i mean i think they did start strong like wandavision yeah. was super fun oh yeah WandaVision, uh, I liked Falcon Winter Soldier a lot. Me too, and I didn't think I would, and I ended up liking it. Yeah. Um. Well, shit, what was it? Oh, Loki Season 1, that was yeah, good. Yeah, Loki Season 1's good. Um, the first few right off the bat Hawkeye. were pretty fun. I even liked Hawkeye. Hawkeye was I liked Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Especially for like a Christmas special, that was a lot Hawkeye of fun. Hawkeye was fun. Yeah. They did that Werewolf by Night special, They just released another, was it What, what If? Yeah, that werewolf. Are not... Oh yeah, what if? And that's kind of like a multiversal yeah. thing. You can... I guess they're coming up with like the season two. They're like dropping all the episodes like a day at a time. Like coming up like in it's a few around days. Christmas, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think like the twenty fourth through the 29th or something like that. Okay. Oh, I feel like it's like I think it's like almost leading up to like the end of the year. And yeah. they're doing like it's ten, around. They're doing, Christmas, I think they're doing they ten do episodes all together. Is it ten? I thought it was only five. Maybe I don't know. But regardless, I'm looking forward to that because I thought that was fun and they're short little like one-offs, yeah. which is kind of fun. But yeah, I this is everyone's favorite for a while and from what I've seen of the reactions from the Marvels, it's like, this is going to be like that for a while. Yeah. Because <laughs> next year, the only thing coming out is Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. But they're also having like, three series coming out on uh, Disney <laughs> Plus too. Yeah, but like what they're the, it's the Echo... There's the Echo, the Agatha, Agatha Harkness, which I'm like, eh. Yeah. I just read Madam Web. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I mean. <laughs> That's in the Spum universe. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. Leftover Turkey 2024. Get ready. Uh, but yeah, I. I bought my tickets already. I, I don't think we can say much else about the movie. I think we all liked it pretty, pretty well. Yeah. I just like how. Like I said, I felt like everything everything was way more fleshed out 
even like considering the the first two movies too, like like I, we brought it up a little bit in the beginning, but even like uh, Drax's story, I felt like kind of came to like a like a head at a certain point where I was like, oh yeah, like he was a dad, yeah, and he was a good dad, and then someone killed his kid. <laughs> And then being exposed to all these kids at the end, like it, like ex- like it showed, like oh yeah, he knows how to deal with kids, and mm-hmm. he's really good at it, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then I remember even like listening back to some of our old arguments where like we were kind of we didn't like how like he got so weird, but in this I got like the whole the whole feeling of like he's a guy that always took things so literal and he's been a part of the guardians for so long that like he's trying to joke around to try and fit in. So taking it with that aspect, I think all of his shit is even more funny. <laughs> I I think I like him more in this than I do in two In two. I think he was just doing some weird shit yeah. to be weird in this. I, I feel like get that in, in like this, I feel like turds. He, yeah. In this, I feel like he's being weird, but I think he's also being weird because he, he, is surrounded by people that say weird shit to him all the time. Uh-huh. So he tries to say weird shit to try and fit in. Cause like that whole part where like, he's trying to figure out what analogy, what, what an analogy is. And he's like, yes, my, my butt made an analogy the other day because it made a turd that looked like a, looked like a duck, like a fish, like a fish. <laughs> and it was like, analogy. no, that's not, no, that's not what, it oh my God. When he goes in and has that speech, like prepared by Mantis, yeah. he says it. <laughs> It's like, wow, that's the most concise thing you've ever said. <laughs> and he tries to improvise and it all falls apart. <laughs> it's so, I love it. Yeah, him and Mantis together is so fucking good. Uh-huh. Like, they, like the when uh, they first get to the or- Orgosphere and then, like, Mantis' thing is just to make everyone fall in love with him right away. <laughs> that, was, that was fun. <laughs> He's like, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Not again is the best line too. <laughs> You're deeply in love with him. Like, yeah. <laughs> God. I, I okay. And my la- I think my last point here is like, so this was like a wrap up for all the characters, right? And I yeah. think it's a great wrap up for every single one of them. Oh right? yeah. And it still leaves it open. Like Rocket leading the new Guardians, and it still has oh, yeah. a few holdovers. Yep. Um, and Mantis going off and doing her own. Like nobody is just out. Like no, they're, just they're just somewhere their own, else. Yeah, they're just on their own journeys. Yeah, and they never say the Guardians come back. No, yeah, they say they say Star Lord's gonna come back. Right. He's well. I mean, he's back on Earth, so he can show up. You know, yeah. whenever where. But even right. in his like goodbye spe- style, even in, even. <laughs> Even in his goodbye speech, he just—he never says that he's leaving. He just says he needs time to himself. Yeah, which is is definitely a very like open-ended like. We might need you back. Yeah, <laughs> because we might no need one to else sell tickets because no one else is over enough to actually <laughs> like sell sell tickets to movies anymore. Oh, and another part that got me is when he showed up to his grandpa's house and they embraced. That was good. I was like, oh, that's good. Ah, you get the dad moments, don't you? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I felt those, but I was like... granddad moments. Yeah. I love... Okay. I think Marvel has been really dropping the ball on after credits scenes. This after credits scene made me fucking laugh so hard because this is a conversation I've heard people in our town have. Where it's like... 
I don't see why I need to keep going to her house to mow her lawn. Her son is sitting right there watching me, and he's 43 years old. He's able-bodied. He's able-bodied. And grandma's like, don't get me started. I was like, reading the paper. Like, see, that's a good after credit scene. Do stuff like that, not fucking weird animals playing instruments. Oh, my God. I also like, too, he, he's coming to Earth, meeting his grandpa again for, like... 30 he's years been, being gone, yeah. and he's sitting down bitching about this community already. He's been, yeah, he's been in space his entire life, seen crazy fucking shit, died almost four times, and now the one thing that's getting, is getting his gall the most is the fact this fucking kid won't mow his own mom's yard. <laughs> like, and in the same sense, I'd be the exact same way. Uh. Anything else, Cole, before we no. wrap it up? No, no, I think we pretty much said it all. Uh, all right, well, let's throw grades on it. Cole, I'll go first. Go first? Um, the Guardians is easily, no competition, my favorite series in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I, I can turn on Guardians 1, 2, or now 3 at any point. It, night, day, anytime, background, watch it intently, doesn't matter, and enjoy it. <laughs> Like, I fucking love it. Um, this gets an A. Like, it's fun. It's sad. What keeps it from an A+. Plus? Just that uh, it's sad? Keeps it from an A+. Plus? I think what keeps it from an A+, plus is... We mentioned earlier, it's just not, like, uplifting. Yeah. Okay. You have to go in knowing what you're, you're going to get. you were raising the roof while you were saying... <laughs> uplifting? <laughs> it's not raise the roof uplifting. <laughs> Hey, fuck you. Let's not forget when Troy got a cameo earlier, okay? Um, his jaw was on the floor. Uh, no, I think uh, it would probably be an A+, plus if it was just a little more upbeat, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it, but but it doesn't take a, the fact away that it's a great movie. Yeah. So, I give it an A. Troy. Um, I'm going to give it an A for the exact same reasons you just said. Okay. Yeah. I don't have to elaborate anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm fucked up. I don't give a shit if it's sad or whatever, as long as it's a good story. And, yeah, this is probably one of the only movies that came out this year that made me cry. So, fuck, man. I, like, I was, the fact that if you can, you can make, make a scene that make me a fucking emotional wreck. Several times gotta, over. That's gotta be a point. Yeah, several times over. Yeah, that's gotta be a, that's gotta be points. Like, the only way that the only reason I'm not going full A plus is like there's a few times where like, I feel like they go way they go a little too far with like some moments they think are way funnier than they think they are. But beyond that, man, they really know how to fucking hit the feels in this movie. So yeah, I'm gonna go pretty pretty good high A. High A. All right, uh, three A's, triple A. Triple A. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Um, anything else you guys were into this last week? Um, so, yeah. Uh, of course, just outside of school, whatever, right? It's my boy in striped pajamas and Muppets <laughs> Christmas Carol week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, two totally different movies, by the way. Um, really? So, you don't say. Uh <laughs> On at home though, 
So I've been watching. Uh, I watched one thing at home this week. I think it's a six or seven part series on Netflix. I've been really into World War Two lately. Um, it's World War Two on the front lines. Okay. It's like real footage from the European side of the war in World War Two. Okay. And they follow it from like the beginning of the war up until the end. I'm not. I haven't finished yet. But like this is real footage from like the aircraft carriers. From yeah. the bombers, yeah. from like stuff I never even knew existed. Okay, but it's legit footage. But none of it's from the U.S. Okay, it's all European like based footage. Really interesting. And some people are still alive, and they're chatting with them. They're talking with them. It's fascinating. Okay, like I can't wait to watch more of it. Um, so I've been into that, and then have as ever, a, have you ever seen the movie Letters from Iwo Jima? No. So it's a Clint Eastwood movie, but it like it, it portrays the Battle of Iwo Jima, but it's from the Japanese perspective. Oh, okay. It's, I think it's pretty interesting. I think that, you might, if you're into World War II from different aspects, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know where this love of this like wartime stuff. I think it's Levi. Levi loved when we watched fucking uh, All's Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the main character in that? Uh, what's his name? Not, not like the actor, but the name. Um, I don't remember. I don't know. Fuck. Anyways, like Levi just like is like, can I watch this? And he just says the name of the main character, <laughs> and he'll watch it on his tablet, like just intently. Jesus, <laughs> I'm raising a monster. Um, <laughs> raising a monster. Oh god. But then yesterday, as a middle school, we went and saw Wonka. Oh yeah, you brought this up. And guys. I loved it. Really? I keep hearing it's, like, good, and I have no interest in it. It's, I cannot even feign any interest in it. It is fun. Here's what I like about it, okay? It is a totally different take on Wonka than I've seen yet. Okay. Yeah. It's Wonka leading up to him opening up the factory. Right. Yeah. That's kind of fun in itself. Yeah. Um. I will say it's... Like, the story is fun. Watching with a bunch of middle schoolers, like, they were laughing throughout at a lot of stuff. Um, it's probably mostly geared towards, like, a fourth, fifth grade level. Right. Okay. Like, it's got that campy humor. Yeah. Like, up-close shots of, like, yellow teeth. Like, super in-close face of, like, <laughs> yeah. yellow teeth and stuff. Like... Just that type of humor, like, okay, yeah, I've I heard seen it, it goes, like, super hard, like, British stereotype people Very. <laughs> Very on that, yes. But it's, like, I had a good time. I thought it was entertaining. I laughed. Um, I, I don't know. I thought it was good. Hugh fucking Grant as an Oompa Loompa. Oh, yeah. Is outstanding. Ugh. Which I guess he fucking hated doing that. Oh, my God. He killed it. It was great. Uh, so, I don't know. I, when it comes out on whatever streaming it's going to drop, check it out. All right. It's worth a shot on the streaming. Okay. I love yeah. that Hugh Grant's in this part of his career where, like, he's absolutely miserable, but he's, like, killing it. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess, like, even in, like, the Dungeons and Dragons set, like, I guess he was so miserable and everyone just hated working with him. And he was amazing in it. And now, in Wonka, like, 
he's amazing in it, and he was miserable and fucking hated every second That's of awesome. it. That's awesome. Like, on the press tour, they were like, so how did you like uh, getting in all that stuff about the for the Oompa Loompa? He's like, dreadful. Awful. I hated <laughs> every second of it. <laughs> he's just... He's such a crotchety old bastard, but like he's amazing in everything that he does. He is. I think they even asked him, was like, well, do you want to watch your performance? And he's like, no. That is awesome. <laughs> Not at all. I love it. That's good. I love it. Um, but yeah, beyond that, that's about, uh, I am so behind on On Patrol Live. Oh, no. Wow. I'm a solid two weeks behind on OPL. Holy shit. What is that, like 47 hours of footage? It's like 16 hours. Jesus Christ. You have to watch On Patrol pre How can they have that much footage of cops being terrible to people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me good. That got me good. But yeah, that's what I've been into. Bucky! Uh, uh, me and Molly are have finished season two of uh, Better Call Saul. Nice. We're now on to season three. God, that show's so fucking good. Like, even with it being a prequel, knowing where everything leads up to, all the characters are so fucking good. Just watching the relationship of uh, fucking Jimmy and Chuck, I forgot how fucking good Michael McKean is as Chuck. Oh, yeah. God damn it, he's so fucking good. That whole uh, that whole scene in the uh, uh, that twenty four hour copy split spot where like he Ooh. knows Jimmy's fucking with him, yes, and he's just like being like painted paint into a corner and he's just like having this panic attack and you're like, man, Michael McKean needs more fucking work. Yeah, he's so fucking good in this <laughs> that's, in that show. That's very good. Uh, but yeah, that and then uh, I finished the story. In uh, Spider-Man 2 on, oh, okay. on PS5. Man. I keep, they, I guess they're they're uh, hinting that the next game is going to be the last one. Because they do a big after credits thing or whatever. Okay. But they have such an amazing way of changing Spider-Man lore around where it's it's familiar, but you can't predict what's, what's going to happen. Cool. Kind of stuff. Like, they do a... The way they introduce Venom, it's not the traditional Venom backstory. Okay. But it's done in a way where it makes so much sense, and it makes it almost that much more heartbreaking when, like, he fights Venom, like, knowing who the person is. Okay. And trying to to make it work. And then all of, like... All of, like, the, the symbiote scenes, they almost play them out like a horror movie. Okay. Almost. Like, I think I brought up to you once where it's, like... There's a mission that you play as Mary Jane where it's like, you play as Mary Jane where it's all, all you can really do is just kind of walk and hide. <laughs> and it's like, you go into this tunnel because like, Peter's basically completely taken over by the symbiote and you say like, as Mary Jane, like, hey, I can talk to him. I can, I can reason with him. I can make this work. So you like, uh, barricade yourself in this tunnel with Peter as a symbiote and it's like, plays like a horror movie. Nice. Like you have to like, hide and you have to like try and like get into spaces while like in the in the shadows you can watch like peter like coming like like strands of like the symbiote coming off of peter and everybody's like screaming and like fucking like killing people in the background you're just like holy fuck <laughs> oh, shit <laughs> like it it 
the the whole game plays out amazing, and like the first one is even really good too. So it's like I can't wait to see how they end the the series with the third one. Okay, right on. I didn't know they're even planning a third one, but yeah, well cool. they do like an after credit scene where it's like a big character from the first one is like, I'm writing a book. It's called the final chapter, and it's like bam bam bam. Oh, shit. So it's like, oh, shit, here we go. Oh, shit. But, uh, yeah. And they also do uh, things in there that hint at a green goblin, too, so. Okay. Fuck. F me. That's, yeah. (laughs) You need to get on that shit. Need to get on it. I just need to spend $600, and I can do it. Well, you can play the first one on PS4. I did play the first one. It was good. You, You played the first one all the way through? Yeah. Yeah, oh, dude, that doc, that doc, that doc, doc, doctor octopus, doc, 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 octopus. But that whole fucking like backstory with Doctor Octopus is fucking yeah, great. Probably my my favorite portrayal of Doctor Octopus yet. Yeah, I like all the and the whole yeah and the whole like idea of like all of his limbs are dying, so that's why he's like so invested in these fucking arms. Yeah, pretty cool. I dig it. I can play it again. Shit, go for it. We're never going to do that. <laughs> That's uh, all I've been into. Um, I started um, this show that was on... It's a remake of an anime from when I was in middle school or high school that I kind of liked. It's that Yu Yu Hakusho. That's, it's a live-action remake on Netflix. Holy shit! I want to watch <clears throat> this! Yeah. They put a clip online of like him fighting like, this weird demon... Yeah, thing. yeah, and it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Like, <laughs> so it's like the whole story is kind of like your basic like anime. Like this, uh, this kid yeah. who gets along with no one but is still good at heart. Like he dies and becomes a demon hunter. Like, I read that's probably like every single anime. Yeah, I, I read a synopsis for it, and I was trying to convince Molly to watch with me, and then I, I described it to her as. It's Japanese Constantine. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> um, I watched a lot of it when I was younger. And I'm like, oh, they're making a live action one. Well, let me check this one out. From what I gather, they ab- it's only five episodes for the first season. Yeah. And they abridge a lot of, like, <laughs> two big, huge storylines into five episodes. Okay. But that fight with that demon thing. Man awesome yeah there's another fight in the first episode where a guy gets possessed by like a weird demon bug yeah and like starts to mutate his body and like they do like fighting on wire work and stuff but it's not like they're floating around so much but it makes them like be able to flip off walls like the choreograph action in this is awesome nice like it is fucking some of the best fighting i've seen on a show yeah it's like high octane. The camera movements make it even more frantic. <sighs> a lot of the other stuff is of like real high melodrama, which is like ugh, whatever. Mm. But like I'm in it for the action. That's pretty much what the show was. Yeah. And so far, like I've like one and a half episodes in, and I yeah. I I quite like it. Thirty minute episodes. Ah, uh, thirty to forty five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Netflix put up a clip of that demon fight, and I was like. I need to fucking watch this. And what's wild, too, it's a full CG demon. Yeah. And he's a real, like, person fighting it. And I'm like, how did they make that work? It It, looks so good. Yeah, dude, it's insane. 
It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, God, that, that whole fucking scene was like, yeah, because that demon look, looks like he's like, almost like, 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 uh, three-fourths bigger than the fucking dude that he's fighting. And I'm like, right. how do you make that look like... Yeah. Cause, and you could tell, like, that dude's fucking up. <laughs> that other guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking wild. And, like, they're, like, slamming car doors and shit into each other. It's... Oh, the God. action's great in it. That's, like, my biggest takeaway in it. It's, like, All it's right. super fun to watch in the action yeah. scenes. Nice. Um, and then the only other thing that I been watching um my kids have been into the home alone series so we watched uh-huh. home alone three. Oh, oh god not great <laughs> <laughs> they even macy was like yeah it's not that good it's not as good as the other ones oh, and no. uh they did like the booby traps like, oh yeah that i'm here for the booby traps too. yeah so after that they went back and rewatched the first one again <laughs> first one still great whole still- way through I, so the last few times they've been watching them, I haven't really been paying too close attention. I've just been coming in and out and watching, like, the booby traps and Harry yeah. and Marv and all that shit. Oh, yeah. But, like, this last time, I came in about, probably, like, right at the end of, like, the second act and, like, watched the rest of it. Right where he goes to the church and the South Bend Shovel Slayer comes in. Oh, and he's yeah. scared of him, but oh, then yeah. sits down and talks to him and, like, finds out, like, he hasn't been talking to his son forever. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, why don't you just give him a call? And then he leaves the church. And then and you cried. And then, hold on. And then all the booby <laughs> traps, like, happen. And then at the very end, when his family comes back, he looks out the window, and it's his neighbor, the old guy, hugging his granddaughter for the first time. Yeah. I was a fucking mess. Of course you were. I was a mess. Troy and will was... lose it over dad shit all day, <laughs> every day. I didn't even want to turn around to show anybody that I was just absolutely losing it. I used to be the South Bend Shovel Slayer. <laughs> God. Oh my God, it hit me so hard out of nowhere. Jesus. I feel like that's the one thing that I'm looking forward to the most is, like, what my daughter's going to be into. Oh, yeah. It takes a while before they're into anything, really. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I get that. But it's like, ugh, I want to know. Like, even like even if it's, like, shit. Like, Cole, even bring up where it's, like, Piper's into, like, weird shit. But even then, it's like, I want to know what weird shit they're going to be into, too. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for them to be obsessed with something, and that's all they watch for weeks on end, and you go absolutely insane. I'm sure I will. That's what I want. But first. even then, like, but even then, I feel like I have like this like weird talent. I feel like I have this weird talent where I can just like see the weird obscurity in things, and I can just like point it out and like ruin things for people and i want to do that with my daughter so bad that one time when i came yeah, to your house wow when fucking levi was really into like these weird fucking uh videos of just cars getting blown up oh yeah like... he was into that for a long time <laughs> i was like i was like mystery science three thousand mystery science theater three thousanding it and like cole was like, losing it <laughs> i'm just sitting in the background watching levi watch this horrible weird horse shit and i'm just like commenting on it and Cole's like the fuck is going on and that was rumble this year <laughs> that was good uh yeah that's it that's it so uh jt if people want to do commentary about your life where could they do that god please <laughs> step in at bucky for one on 
Step on in. the X or Twitter, whatever. And also, uh, Bucky Farron on Instagram. And also, check out Review Repod on Instagram. Follow me as I'm trying to put things together for you for this show. <laughs> because next week, we're doing Fast X. Oh, baby. Fast X, finally. The, se- the, saga. the saga is ending. <laughs> we're on part one of the end of the saga. The saga. I don't know what. When, is the other movie coming out next year? I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> but anyways, the, the beginning of the end, Fast X, we're doing it next week for our last episode of the year. That's right. <sighs> what a way to go out. Dang, what a God. way to go out. Yes. Cole, where can they find you? Hey guys, be like Elizabeth and send me all your kisses on <laughs> the X, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, OnlyFans even. I don't care. I'll find one. I'll, I'll make one up. I don't give a shit. I'll that's, find that's one. A- <laughs> I'll find one and be a part of it. At Coach Havens, Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy the Max Extreme on Instagram. And while there, the Tournament of Random Movies is also up. Oh, Guys, we got uh, Stargate versus Good Time. So vote unlike we did. Or unlike, <laughs> unlike how Cole we did will. Not do it. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the fuck these movies are. <laughs> uh, if you want to write in, such as a lot of our friends did tonight, do that at review, reviewpod at gmail.com. That's right. Um, what do we, we got to like any fun stuff for them to email in next week Ooh, i mean we're approaching our top 10 movies yeah, of the year. So oh, yeah about get, that. getting those lists let ready. us know your favorite movies of the year uh give us some movies you think we should watch before we do our list yeah send it we we like to do top fives do top five favorite movies of the yeah, year so do far. top five favorite movies so that way maybe it'll be something that we should feel like we should go out of our way to watch before we do our big top 10 at the beginning of next year. I like that idea. Yeah, let's do that. Um, if you've listened this far, just do that. What the fuck? God bless you. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You've listened this far. Next week, Fast X, and that's it for the show. So, until next time, where we do talk about the saga. The saga. The fast saga. I've been short of the Max Extreme. I've been the Disciplined Daddy. <laughs> I'm family. <laughs> and we are off.